tell you something, Mean Gene. This is episode 114 of the Nethercast, and you better say your prayers and eat your vitamins, brother, because I'm your host, the Razor's Edge, brother, and I got a question for all the little nether maniacs in the audience, dude. What you gonna do when the 24-inch pythons of these co-hosts run wild on you? Because with me tonight, brother... He is a real Canadian. That's right, we got the Shadster, brother. We got Django Mania, dude. And we got Hollywood Smoke Man. Because when you're in the Nethercast World Order, brother, you're NWO for life. How we doing tonight, brothers? Did you (laughs) type that out? I may have typed all these out beforehand. (laughs) This this sounds very, very well rehearsed. (laughs) I mean, I am impressed as much as I am disgusted. Listen, you've you've heard whenever they get on the mic. Sometimes that's a hot mess. Knowing what you're going to say beforehand is good, both in our case and theirs. <laughs> Otherwise, you get I mean, like that we lost thing. the guy in the comments for that last time. <laughs> Just going to lose more people now. Uh, we have plenty of people who ask me to do it. <laughs> uh, if we lost someone for that, then they don't deserve that. to listen to the show. Yeah, it's for Fair the best. Enough. This is a feature, not a bug. Yeah, for real. This is natural selection. This is for the best. I know dudes in QA who might argue that, but anyway, how are we all doing tonight? <laughs> um, man, I am doing fantastic. I just need to get some Raiden skins and I'll be even better. <sighs> Good luck with that shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's tough. <laughs> I have still not seen every ending in this fucking game. Wow, really? I mean, there's no hurry. They don't mean anything. Yeah. I know that, but it's just that doing, like, just the novice difficulty just to see them feels skimping somehow. I find it difficult to do, Well, you also get them in the character towers on top of the gear you're earning for doing character towers, so... Yeah, but I just have my AI run that. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Gotta gotta earn it, but, uh, you know, work for it. That's my motto. My philosophy. So, I I mean, that's a good place to start, because we kind of, we left off with story mode last episode, so are there any endings in particular you guys want to talk about? Because my overall feelings with the endings on this game is the last time they were this irrelevant was Armageddon. (laughs) I kind of hate it. (laughs) Well, I I I personally, I like Jack. I've not seen Jackie's yet. I love Katana's. I did see Jackie's. That one was actually okay. I mean, I can appreciate why someone would like Jackie's, but I feel like it leans into what's wrong with her, which is that... I agree. She has no motivations for herself. (laughs) The only two things in the world she cares about are being Cassie's best friend and her dad. It's definitely not going to fix any of the problems with Jackie, of which there are many, and it's uh, weird that she's in this game. But if, but if she's going to be in this game, that's an okay ending. She's like, I shouldn't be in the game either. I mean, look, I think, I think she's a better character in this game than she was in the last one. But that's oh, mostly far. because of her moves. I'd hope so. Like, she's still... And, and her design. Her design is way better. Right, but like, as a, it, like, as a personality... She still is a complete cipher. She doesn't have anything of her own. She's just my dad, my dad, my dad. 
that is still true. But regarding her ending, I thought it was a very nice choice. It was interesting. It kind of hurt though. To to choose to not exist is perhaps the best thing. Like Django said, that she can do. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see this thing. Holy shit! (laughs) She agrees with me. (laughs) Chooses to not exist. Wow. Um. Like we well, I mean, if you've seen story mode, one. you can probably guess. Nah. True enough. It's all about her dad. Yeah. Katan is is the one that I found myself really enjoying a great deal because it brought up that it brought up a really good point about about her personality, which is the fact that you know for all these years that we've seen her fighting for her home realm of Adenia. No one's ever really brought up the fact that she didn't grow up there. Yeah, that's... I actually really like Katana's, too. Like, and this is... I've always imagined that was, like, Jade's... Or, not Jade, but Tanya's reason for turning on the Adenians was... She, you know, she grew up in the Resistance. She was never one of the girls who worked for Shao Kahn. She was always loyal to Adenia her Mm. whole life. And so she's the person who has been on the outside of the plot going... For 10,000 years, that bitch was an assassin killing us. Why are we letting her be princess? <laughs> yeah, fair point, yeah. Yes. Other than that, uh, it hasn't been too much of notes. Most of them are pretty predictable, you know. Baraka eats everyone. Johnny Cage obviously saves Sonya's life. Uh, Scarlet. Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet. Not uh, not okay with the dialogue where she implies <laughs> she wants to, like, marry Shao Kahn or, like, be his betrothed. There's definitely... And, then, and I mean, I, I've been getting that vibe the whole game ending, anyway. She, she refers to herself as one of his daughters, and I'm like, I I, I was hoping you saw yourself differently, but oh, I guess not. Uh, oh, okay, I, I, I mean, she's, she's never been less related to him, but at the same time, her point of view on the situation has never been creepier. Cut me, Daddy. <laughs> I, uh, I just don't fucking like Scarlet in this game. No, I'm actually I real salty about the orphan thing. Scarlet in this I, game. I like so her so much better when she was Blood or Mac. She had the more best potential thing. for character development, in my opinion. She's like a fucking character well, I want to watch. It's like, it's like with Jackie and Jax. Now she's just dude show Coddle about all the fucking time. That's <laughs> so sick. I can tolerate all of that, but I can't tolerate this going out. You know, Jesus, fuck me. It's just, I, I kind of like Douchey Kung Lao, no, like, and I've been saying that for years. Okay, like, yes, I, I can I can get behind it, too. But you know the concept of flanderization? Yeah, he is more extreme in this it's, game than he has been. It's constant. It's like every other like, line. Every I don't intro necessarily, is, yeah. I don't necessarily like the bits where he's like, oh, I'm better than the great Kung Lao. The, Who so is the great, Kung Lao? The, the great Kung Lao? The, the, the great, 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 great Kung Lao? Well, the, no, here's, great, great... here's the ones that oh, bug me, God. are the ones that reference that impossible MK9 ending that said he's a reincarnation. So just, in case, anybody, just yeah. in case anybody doesn't know what reincarnation is, when you die, your soul is reborn as another person. Now, the great Kung Lao's soul was stolen by Shang Tsung. And our Kung Lao was born while Shang had that soul. So he cannot possibly be a reincarnation. 
Also, there are moves in this game where the ghost of the Great Kung Lao shows up to fight for him. Now, that can't be his own soul. (laughs) So make up your fucking mind, NetherRealm. But what happens to his soul when Shang Tsung died? Oh, it's free now, but Kung Lao was already born at that point. Like, the problem is the gameplay depicts him, like, with the original Kung Lao as his ally from, you know, beyond death. Yeah. The ghost of the great Kung Lao shows up to fight for him, which makes sense. So how is he his reincarnation? Because Shang is dead, and that soul is free to run around and do stuff. Right. It's the the, the, con- the conflict is both. Like he can't he he never could time. be a reincarnation, and this game doubles down on that by making the character a projectile and a, an assist attack, and it still tries to insist in dialogue that he is waka yeah, waka. I I the intros I, in this game are dumb. <laughs> I mean, the, they're the not intros... They're not injustice too dumb, where it's all mix and match of canned words, but. Well, it's not all bad. Insist on like referring to things that can't possibly be canon. <laughs> like, to them, everything is canon in one timeline or another, and we know that exactly. that's going to wipe off. It's 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 fucking terrible. Like yeah. Sean has said himself that like oh uh, everything is a new timeline. So basically, Sean has been out there basically saying that e- even your head canons are timelines that existed and Chronica rewound. Like it's she so has done it retarded. so many times that everything is possible. And so if there's stuff in the crypt or a fight intro that is not possible, it's because that version of the characters is from a different timeline. It is the biggest excuse for all the mistakes yeah. and all the sloppy Chron- writing Chronica and all the herself, <laughs> Chronica herself is an acknowledgement that retcons exist. And in my personal opinion, that's why I, that's why I hate her so much. Because when writers go meta, <laughs> they're throwing away the legitimacy of the franchise. Going meta, breaking the fourth wall is the worst thing you can ever do. Unless you're writing comedy. Like, it's okay for Deadpool to know he's a fictional character, but it's not okay for people who I'm supposed to be taking seriously to acknowledge that retcons are real. It's kind of a sloppy DC crisis on Infinite Earths. It is is the moment that a story changes from serious fiction to fast food on the upside at this point you can look at it as an acknowledgement of them going yeah we kind of wrote ourselves into a corner into i a mean hole. there is there We're are a ourselves. lot of obvious things There's in this that. game and in x where that are basically admissions nine was fucked up <laughs> and next time they can start with a clean slate Hopefully. Hopefully. Whenever that is. I mean, I feel that with this introduced to the lore, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, like this is it. The, gen- the general audience is just going to consider every fucking story is its own, Yeah, like, its own canon, like, its own self-contained shit. It's a lazy that, patch job, it's but... So hard. It's fucking poisonous to the lore. I fucking hate it. Poisonous... Well, you know, it's so choose, God damn it. choose your preferred reality. Mine's MK1 through Armageddon. We saw a little bit. We saw a little bit of that. And apparently that's apparently that like purple area with all the meteors and like the hovering rocks. That was from MKDC where you fight Dark Khan. Yeah, the, the MK so versus even, DC uh, universe yeah. uh, is one of the t- timelines Chronica 
created and then erased. <laughs> so by this logic, Shaolin monks out there is canon in some universe. It's it's the brain damage universe. But okay. <laughs> hey, look, that guy could have lived. You've seen what fatal blows look like. <laughs> you know what the sad part is? I still think that that universe's Kumalao is smarter than ours. What we got mm, going on here right now? It's not impossible. That guy might have been okay. <laughs> so, who's, so, so whose variation is named really not okay? Because that's mine. <laughs> I I named my scorpion variation suckers. As did I. As did I. Oh, like every single one of uh, my variation names is just like shit posting material. Yeah, I I now have a sub zero with the cold shoulder whose variation is named Honan Kanjiri. Nice. <laughs> You gotta name spelling for it sometime. I, I just go for, like, references. Like, I think my, my new variation is called First to 50. This, <laughs> uh, this game definitely lends itself very well to, like, trolley variation names and I really like wish that. the it's character count were longer. <laughs> the best yes, one I've yeah. read it was Hot Dang, It's Liu Kang. <laughs> Still love that one. And all the comments have followed it, like, Waka Waka, It's Baraka. I think I also named a Kato variation Complete Breakfast. Mine is $900 dues. <laughs> Tobias! Uh, someone, someone on Twitter named their Scorpion variation after, like, those, like, bios that were supposed to be, like, funny in MK4 that oh, can be found in the code. I remember ah. that Liu Kang is just a generally nice person and donates to the local police and fire department. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know there's a fuck Devorah Reddit? That's awesome. It's I mean, what isn't there Reddit for, really? <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of salty Scorpion fans, folks. Okay, hold oh, on. Oh, those Where's are Melina me? fans. Don't even pretend. Oh, never mind then. Oh, I feel kind of dirty now for joining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Reddit account, but I'm considering signing up for this. <laughs> we can all band together for the common cause. The death of a horrible Mary Sue. Gotta say, though, did like her ending. It was basically Attack on Titan. I liked her little commentary. It's like, who are the real vermin, you know? The humans who kill each other all the time? I know that bugs. here's the thing every, our lives. every bug that de lives in Devorah's body is like under her control but out in nature bugs kill each other more than we kill them <laughs> well, she's talking about like the internal hives and shit I get the point like you're supposed to picture ants working for the good of the queen all in tandem all in harmony except for those instances where you know Someone's crippled or useless, so they just take them apart for the good of the heart. Here's, here's my argument, is Devorah's already literally immortal. Why does she need to be gigantic, too? <laughs> She's just I, that angry. She I can't, like... Wants to step on people, doesn't like being called vermin. <sighs> it's just, I, she can already kill anybody in the blink of an eye. What the fuck? <laughs> I get foot fetish vibes from this fucking ending. I don't like it. Uh, it what? Let's, I have, let's really not. You know, let's, I, I have some thoughts about, about the fact that Devorah's feet are high heel shaped. <laughs> like, she's not wearing high heels. Her feet are just that shape. Somebody on the heart team might have a thing. <laughs> Dude, Jackie's shoes. Jackie's, Jackie's shoes. shoes. Uh, 
Might is not on the table anymore. <laughs> and that is why Jackie's default is erased. I didn't know that I didn't know that Quentin Tarantino liked Mortal Kombat. It could be Josh Weed. Just not. Can we just not? So, how's everyone still finding the grind? Uh I hate it. I hate it so bad. I just want the skins I want for fuck's sake. I mean, I'm fine, honestly. I got into Shag's throne room, so I don't really care. So I have opened every single chest in the crypt. I haven't refilled any of them. I've just been spending my spare money on the Naknaden shrine. But, like, to empty out the entire crypt and still not have all the skins that are supposed to be in the crypt is bullshit. (laughs) Sorry, kid. I, uh... I haven't quite gotten to that point yet. I've got a bunch of souls, uh, soul shrines still left to open. Most, yeah, soul, monks, whatever. I have a fair number of heart chests left, but not that many. They're winding down. You know, way, guys, I did... check your lock pick for inventory. Check your inventory for lock picks, because mm. you know that's that's a free heart chest, and. It becomes so rote to just keep going through all of those rewards. Da, 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 da. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What gear did I get? What skins did I get? I'm like, wait. I have lockpicks in inventory. Yeah, it's... Free swag! It wouldn't bother me if there were less throwaway skins taking up the space and I'm always winning, like, purple and gold Sub-Zero instead of a real fucking Sub-Zero outfit. <laughs> So can you get doubles now? Is that confirmed? I, I've i seen getting double gear out of the shrine. I haven't gotten mm. a skin I already own yet. Okay. But, um... I did... I finished all 30 of the gauntlets and got the god Liu Kang skin. That was... Not fun. I'd never have to do it again, so... <laughs> I mean, the, I know, that's the upside. I, is once you've done it, you never have to go back. It is the least fun. Th- this is called a video game, right? <laughs> the word game see, is I, in there. I took one look at that and I went, "I'm just gonna let my AI handle it." And there are some things you literally cannot let the AI do because I've, you need I've to noticed. like end the fight with a fatal blow, or you need yeah. to get this many crushing blows, or whatever. You know. It's, yeah. I've I've hit the point where it's like Jackie and Cassie and there's like a bunch of assists for each of them and they're firing missiles at you. It's not very far in. Mm. I've uh I've been oh, putting off the gauntlet for the um that one was Do you do you dumb. get any other like rewards for the gauntlet? Like do you get any wind poses or Well as, like as you you get a lot of skins as you go through. I don't know how many of them are really worth a damn. I did get a a decent katana skin. It's sort of like her story mode one, but it has bare thighs and a loincloth. I thought I thought someone said that Sub's classic wind pose was through Gauntlet. Oh yeah, what I did is... get Sub's classic wind pose and I didn't know where I got it. It must have been Gauntlet. I know his plastic mask is in there. Well, uh... What plastic mask? They're all plastic. Yeah. The mythology mask, mask is in a tower that's up every day, pretty much. Like Not that one. The, the other, the Grandmaster's whatever it's called. Oh, the MK2 uh, the really one? do after yeah. this fucking gauntlet thing, don't yeah, I? Yeah, I, I did get the MK2 Damn one, it. so... I like how they call that MK2 when there's a literal MK2 mask for Scorpion. They could have just copied and pasted. 
the well, one that I got was in what it was uh, Lin Kuei Grandmaster because it was pretty sure it's the same one that the Lin Kuei Grandmaster wears in mythologies. It's just red, but it's the same. No, the style. one the Grandmaster wears in mythologies is the mythologies mask. It's the same mask Sub Zero has on in that game. It's just red. Is it? Yeah. You're probably right. Um, so what you're telling me is a lot of the good shit is, in fact, in the gauntlet. Uh, some good shit, yes. Shit, dog. The OG cyborg's mask. Just the face part, though. Yeah, there it is. Beautiful. What? Anyway, yeah, I got it. What? <laughs> I didn't find gauntlet that 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 hard. Uh, the You know, the biggest advice I can give to any of us having a conversation about gear is don't bother learning the names because no one else will. Just describe exactly. what it looks like. <laughs> it's that one. It's that Sub Zero mask. It's blue. Yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate them going out of their way to really dig into the lore a little bit and name shit after stuff. Yeah, but they gave it names that don't mean anything. Like Raiden's default amulet, Shinox amulet, is not called Shinox amulet. It's like light lightning vestule or some shit. <laughs> Thunder vestment or something like that, yeah. What, what, what fucking why? <laughs> no, I just right? like the little lore shoutouts, whether regardless of whether or not they actually make sense. What matters is what your character looks like. It it would have been so little effort to just give them the right names, though, you know? <laughs> like I, I, I prefer, don't know. I prefer like if there's like a classic like gear piece, like just call it like MK2. Well well some of them are shit. called classic. But like Sub Zero has more than one classic mask, so yeah. Anyone uh, gotten Cabal's mask yet? The MK3? Uh, no, I uh, still ain't got that thing. I I got the MK9 one, which I didn't fucking want. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I got it. Oh, it's not it's a helmet mask. anymore. It's a Jason mask. So Johnny Cage's uh classic skin without the jacket. The requirement says question mark question mark question mark. Does anybody know how the fuck? <laughs> I have no idea. I know Scorpion's classic wind pose is the same way. Like, it's got the question marks on it. <sighs> also, I kind of like to... It's a little bit like that one. It's like the wrong shade of blue, but... Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. It's got, like, teal I, I, it's, highlights it's, it's, or whatever. It's a poor man's classic Johnny Cage. Also, I'd like to fucking blow up the shrine for a minute because people would tell me that, like, oh, just donate, like, 10k and you'll, like, no. No, no. it's not 10k. It's 100k. 100k, whatever, like, the highest amount you can. Yeah. And, and, uh, they well, said it's, you'll... It's a it's 90%, a 90, 90, chance, 90 of skin, chance okay? And eight times consecutively, and all I got was fucking shitty consumables and augments. Well, look, that's just, that's just RNGesus giving you the finger, man. I don't know what to tell you. I've dipped 100,000 100, in there all of once. I've actually never not gotten that. skin from uh, donating 100k. Yeah, I've always gotten a skin. Fuck you, me. then, Razor. <laughs> I, got, I got a gear piece. The one time I donated 100k. That yeah, was if, it. if you want gear, uh, 75k will get you gear. Yeah. Do Do we know when uh, where Kato's classic eye is? Or Nope. I mean, his well, default that, eye looks answer. almost exactly the same as his classic eye, so I don't. I'm not in a hurry for that one. I want. Oh, yes. I want the MK9 eye. 
because I've always kind of like. I mean, I don't. I don't think it blinks and does the camera shutter thing in this game, but the memory of it doing that amuses me. That is okay. It looks. Eh. <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> The reason I like the Nine Eye is it's based on the Deadly Alliance Eye, but like it, there are details that are slightly off about it. I would rather have the Deadly Alliance Eye. <laughs> well, uh, it has these specific grooves in the forehead that I like. I got it. That store, it's gold. Just keep checking that store. Keep running in time crystals. Hang on to like two thousand time crystals, just in case. I think it's a yeah. good idea. I've had, yeah, like 2,500... Uh, There's like an intro or whip pose in that yeah, thing, like, shit. every day, so... I didn't check yesterday. Does anyone know what was yeah. in there yesterday? It is It is very often Garrus shit in the Time Crystal store. <laughs> That's true. Why are they pushing Garrus shit so much? I don't want Garrus shit. Fuck off. Well... I mean, would you rather accidentally be earning Garish shit that you don't want, or would you like to get it when you want it? I mean, if I'd rather get Garish shit than Cetrion shit, so... Appar- oh, apparently, I'd get Garish is, is pretty high tier. Like, people at Combo Breaker, everybody's gonna play either him or Sonya, so... Nice. It's gonna be real boring. <laughs> Probably Fun. means they're on the first for the nerf block, but we'll see how that shakes out. I'm curious to see how that's going to work. If out. they touch my baby Baraka, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> baby Baraka. That's the scariest thing I've ever imagined. We all found our mains at this point? Yeah. Uh, definitely Liu Kang. No surprises yeah. there. We'll see. We'll see. My secondary is Liu Kang, actually. I, I, have, I have also been enjoying Kung Lao, just as I have for the past couple games. I know Tiff is mating Kung Lao. Kung's a lot of fun, actually. He's really yeah, he is. He's, a fucking, he's, he's really smooth. He's I, a bitch. I've always enjoyed the uh, the Ip Man punches thing. That was one of the best new features that they gave him going forward. Yeah. yeah. I'm still tossing up between Noob and Scarlet. It's down to those two. Problem is, now because I'm playing Noob, I feel guilty. Yeah, that is kind of the one. Like, Noob is the guy it's I like, use to AI crush all the towers, but... What do you think is going on right now three feet to the left of me? <laughs> just endless, and I'm just racking up those fatalities so I can impale some heads. I just... Oh, you didn't do the glitch. No, I didn't. I really didn't. I'm like... I mean, I did the glitch, I, and I, I have about 20 heads by now bit. anyway. <laughs> I kind of yeah, want to feel I like I was contributing something to opening it. Even if I knew I was going to AI a lot of it. You know? Wait, wait, wait. You do know that to get the heads, you fatality other people. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> I was worried did there. You think I, uh-huh. Did you think I, I was fatalitying uh, myself? I, I thought that you thought that to get the heads, you had to do, like, however many fatalities as the character. No, no. It's, it's okay, on good. other people. This is why I have it in Endless right now. Good, good. Although, I mean, that might make a little bit of sense, but anyway, not that it matters. So I guess everyone here used the glitch? I used the glitch. Yeah, I, fuck that. I, I used the glitch. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I, I did it. I made Honestly, my I didn't do even it do it for the work. chests. I just really, really wanted to see the fucking throne room already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy in my decision. It's going to look sooner or later, and I'm not in any particular hurry. 
Well, you have to do all the the entire roster to get all the rooms. Yeah, there are two side rooms that open too. You got to yeah. do like one. I think it was like one thousand or so fatalities, maybe two. That doesn't bother me all that much. It really doesn't. I, I know. I, I know it's a lot when you think about it and like you look at it and you calculate the amount of time you have to spend, but. I mean, I pretty much played MK10 on and off for a goodly amount of time after uh kind of died out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, since the game I, came I, out, I, I've been playing it six hours a day, so... Like, they're or not expecting letting the AI you, play it most of that, but... They're not expecting you to, like, sit down there and grind it out. Like, what they intend for is for these things to slowly become available to keep you interested... But, you know, everyone wants to see the awesome shit right away, which is totally understandable. So yeah, the, it's a bit of a catch-22. The 22. thing about costume design is that people don't want to look at a character they don't like the look at. They want to change it right away. Putting mm. costumes behind a timer is the worst way to release costumes. Any other well, content is that. cool. That's, uh, that's definitely the way he's united the glitch, like... I don't really actually... care about your fatalities and shit. I'm going to go play think... Sub-Zero online, and I need him to not look like a tarred bitch. See, and... that's the thing. I haven't played anyone yet because I don't feel like I have the noob Cybot or the Sub-Zero or the Scarlet that I really want to bring yeah. against people. And I still need to build the grossest possible Devora just for Temp's amusement. Yeah, Spokeman has on a couple times asked, hey, you want to play? And I'm like, I can't. I need costumes. <laughs> I have not done online. I can't until my characters look the way I want them to. Do you not have? Do, do you not have a game of death, Lou? I have. I, I have Lou's. I'm happy with, but other characters. I. Why would I go online when I'm not going to earn skins online? I could be spending that time, like achieving something. Yeah, that's the problem. Did you get the MK2 so Lou finally? I only have the one with the shirt from Story Mode. I have a shirtless Lou that that uh, has. Well, so like a so there is a thing if you if you have the one it. where he has red pants with black stripes and you press start when you pick him, you get the black pants with red stripes. I got that with Sonia. Ooh. It gives me the classic Sonia with the green and black. Yeah. Does it really now? Yeah. That Just press start. Yeah. Just start, start. Start flips the color scheme. Sons a bitch. Secret tech. Right? Yeah. Didn't help me very much so far with Sub-Zero, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Sub-Zero is... Uh, I feel like of all the characters, in terms of like getting skins to make them look good, the system fucks Sub-Zero the most. <laughs> because Which is kind of so shit. many of his skins are shit. <laughs> they are. I've got one or two subs that I'm I'm happy enough with to go online and play people and whatnot. Um, I have questions about uh, their choices for color schemes. Sorry. Like, with with Noob Saibot, they were intelligent enough to, like, go, oh, you know, various shades of black, brown, silver, gray. Stick with the theme. Yeah, at least least every shade of Noob Saibot is dark, and they didn't pull that deception shit where he has human skin in any of them. Sub-Zero, it's like someone vomited all over a Jackson Pollock. It's like, they they thought he was the character to to showcase just how many color options are available. What drives me crazy is that the dark blue comes with yellow ice. (laughs) That is the biggest dick move. (laughs) I I was choking about the yellow ice, NRS, if you guys are listening, I... 
Well, they I weren't. Think, think seriously. <laughs> you don't like. You, you don't want to play with frozen piss razor. That was a thing that was always meant for rain, and we all no, know I it. No, I do not. I do not want to hit people with the yellow snow axe. That's I'm not go see if I what I came to the party to do. Hot yellow Kool Aid. Bring rain back. Let's let him do it. <laughs> he does have a really good rain skin. Yeah, it's. It would be great if that was on the it's rain. Good. <laughs> it's a great rain design, actually. <laughs> Never ever. Uh, on our minds. How are we feeling about the uh, the current situation at NRS or the, the uh, various reports? All of these former employees coming out of the woodwork to go to tell stories about how shit it is to work there? Yeah. Um, I believe them. Unfortunate. None of this surprises me about the crunch stuff and the, like, working 18-hour days for a year straight and shit like that. Like, that is is, kind of standard video game industry. Like, people don't realize the the entire business of making video games is financially fucked, and this is the only way to turn a profit. Because people won't simply let a game take three years to be made instead of two here in America. Like, Japan will delay stuff all the time. They don't have a problem. America is like, no, this is the time you have. I want my money. And fucking... And, and of course, the consumers don't want to hear that, you know, it's the cost of development is rising... The price of games should probably rise too. It should be like at least eighty bucks, not sixty. Nobody wants to hear that. And if it was eighty bucks, not sixty, you would see a lot less people trying to push microtransactions and DLC. But people, you know, they gotta, they gotta. Games as a service, keeping the revenue incoming is the only way these guys can stay afloat. And it's just, it's a shit show. Um, I think what really fucks with me about the whole, like, workplace situation is how apparently there's a lot of, like, like sexism in the fucking workplace. That, oh, that's yeah, so... Up. Yeah, I've worked with some fucking troglodytes, all right? I've worked with people who, like, react to women the way Al Pacino incent of a woman <laughs> dreams about. It's so, like, I mean, this whole the stories I've heard... Lost to him. The stories I've read about the sexism at NRS are hilarious because at least one of them went. I've been told that at least it's not as bad as when it was Midway, where devs would literally snort coke off hookers in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, right? And like looking I'm... at the 3D era, I can totally believe that was a thing that happened. <laughs> I'm mildly surprised, not that much. Look. Knowing all I mean, the, the things we've known for years about Midway, that totally slots right in. <laughs> I mean, the early days of Atari were just like developers running back and forth in hallways on, ro- on rolling chairs, high off their asses on PCP. That's some of the best early games got made. Sick. Yes, none of this, none of this surprises me in the least, and I wish it weren't so. Apparently, you know? they got rid of one of the women's bathrooms. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, I guess the excuse was that they don't have enough female employees to justify having two women's bathrooms. Gee, I wonder where they all went. Elsewhere. So they didn't get rid of it. They made it a unisex bathroom. And so the women are just pissed because there's always men in there. 
we have like five unisex bathrooms on my floor at work. And there are a couple for men and there are a couple for just women. Why not both? Yeah, that's normally the practice is you have like, nowadays you have three restrooms like per floor. Men, women, and unisex. And and that's like, I guess, if you can build it that way. Because, I mean, I'm sure the NRS building is... I don't think it's the same building they worked in when they were still Midway. But I don't think no. it was, like, newly constructed in 2011, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they had to have moved in order to scale up, yeah. absolutely. I remember seeing some old-ass fucking pictures of Midway. Shit was sketch. <laughs> Chicago, man. Like, I remember seeing, like, a that's... picture of, like, motion capture, where it was just a, a circle of computers all hooked up with wires, like, all tangled up and shit while... Carlos Pacina just kind of well, yeah, did you remember thing. they only ever had in the 3D era a single motion capture actor. Everything, even the women, was done by Carlos. <laughs> yeah, and it showed. Yeah, that's that's why all the martial arts are wrong, like the styles in Deadly Alliance and Deception, because Carlos doesn't actually know those martial arts. He's an expert, dude. Come on. <laughs> he doesn't know 60 different techniques. Show some respect, goddammit. Uh, yeah, to mocap? Alright. <laughs> Are you telling me that he doesn't actually know how to wield a Devastator sword? I'm hmm. offended. He might not. He might, but he might not. <laughs> <laughs> the, um... The thing that amuses me... Is that, like... So, some of the stories coming out are these guys who work on the gore, like these artists who say that studying, like, crime scene photos and, like, ISIS beheadings and shit like that to, to, look, to know what the inside of, like, what the gore should look like has, like, given them nightmares and PTSD and shit. Okay, the detail that hasn't come out about that is whether or not... They're being told to do this, or yeah. this is research done in their own free time. Because yeah. if and they I'd chose really... to do it, then my first problem is, like, why does the gore in this game look less realistic than the gore in X did? <laughs> Everything's more cartoony. Like, those Honestly, giant like... gushers of blood that are the, the visual centerpiece of every super and finisher in this game are, the, are distinctly less realistic than the fatals in X. They're like gelatin, really. Yeah, and that's that's why Garrus's blood looked like toothpaste back when it was blue. The problem wasn't that it was blue. The problem is that the blood in this game doesn't look real. <laughs> so why does why... Devorah not, like, bleed a disgusting So why bother studying know. real gore if it doesn't actually get you results anyway? <laughs> look, any company that would order their employees to go watch snuff films is pretty fucked up, and I'd like to believe that that's not the case. Case. Yeah, if I, it were proven so, I'd be extremely disappointed, more no, so than I already am. There's no logical, re there's no argument that ca you can make that the only way to design a heart flying through the air to look accurately is to look at a dead body. Okay, we have anatomy textbooks, man. <laughs> it is not a mystery of... what a human heart looks like. <laughs> you can For see that shit fuck, without giving like... yourself fucking nightmares the old fatalities from the, from the first trilogy for the most part from one and two 
for more impactful than the current ones because these ones are just so over the top. I also like another example I really like to go to is that because I've seen this one the most because I play Liu Kang in the one inch punch finisher, it, the lungs are sent flying through the air and they're kind of like in the middle of the screen. You can totally see them. They Those lungs look like they were modeled by Bethesda. <laughs> They are the They're most like low-poly thing in the game. <laughs> They're, like, conjointed, like, like as if there are two lungs in one yeah, body. There's one like, whole organ. It's more like a rib cage covered in a layer of pink stuff than it is lungs. <laughs> and it's, it's really, really polygonal. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I would really like to know whether these guys were, like, forced to look at real-world gore? I Or if they that. chose it. Because if they chose it, then they need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> they probably chose it. Like, I don't see them actually sending out emails I can't, going... I can't actually imagine a links. workplace where a person can force you to look at ISIS beheadings. <laughs> we have a lot of, like, research material that things... Things that we uh, check out. There's, there's this guy. One one of these people is like, I'm traumatized for life now. Every time I look at my dog, I imagine his internal organs, and it freaks me out. <laughs> is there a little library in NRS where we've got like such classics as Faces of Death, Cannibal Holocaust? You're right. <laughs> Honestly, this is incredibly unnecessary. <laughs> you guys don't have to go that far. Just like anatomy textbooks and Jason movies are fucking fine, really. Oh, seriously, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, if you absolutely have to, like I, I've said, like they, they, if they really want to test what like blood looks like on different floors and materials, then just get the recipe for the best fake blood in Hollywood and just test it out yourself. That would take too much time, man. <laughs> <sighs> That would require them to, like, go to the store, like, to leave the office. Were they not okay with the spiders waiting for me when I open up chests? They kill you when you open them up. Isn't that delightful? You're just sitting there and waiting. (laughs) And every time you're like, do I have enough room to move? Just just, just move to the side. Is is there enough space between? Nope. Nope. I died. Fucking hell. They shouldn't lose anything, but god damn, this is never irritating. And they're making Sensei Tagawa sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I don't ever have to go back in the spider section again. <laughs> yeah, I have enough money on me right now, I think, to get everything that's in there and Devorah's chest. So that's what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of minutes. Give me a moment. <laughs> um, I also want to touch on this one story that came out about... When Injustice 2's roster leaked, apparently Sean Hemmerich got a bunch of, like, interns and, like, temp devs in one office and just screamed at them, threatening them with, like, uh, NDA lawsuits and saying, like, like just lying to their face, like, oh, we got FBI guys here at the studio that's going to investigate the leak and shit. And, like, encouraging them to rat out uh, their co-workers yeah, and he, shit? It, he was all like, somebody in this room is behind the leak. Turn on yourselves and fight to find out who it is. I think, I think he, he, he specifically said, someone sitting next to you is fucking you right now. 
and to that I say, fuck you, Sean. Well, yeah, because his argument was that when stuff leaks, they lose advertiser money because they have given exclusives to different places. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I just know names. I don't know what moves and, like, shit like that. Yeah, but the these outlets, like... Game Informer and stuff like that, they don't care about that. They only care about, we were supposed to reveal it, and then they, like, pull the money or whatever. Well, get fucked then, because you were dicking around in that in that development cycle. Like, we had to wait five fucking months just for fucking Bane and Poison Ivy. Didn't it actually come out that the leaks emerged from elsewhere? It, it emerged, no, it, for Injustice 2, it was a mobile dev. Because he he went on 4chan and leaked it, and then, like, no one believed him until uh, that one story trailer came out with Brainiac, Poison Ivy, and Bane. I specifically remember because I was in that thread on V. That dude sp- leaked it because he was like, fuck NRS, these guys are going to fire me anyway. I'm just a shitty mobile dev. I'm leaving anyways, so here, fuck them. So... So the guy specifically said, I'm leaving anyway, and Himmerich is still like, somebody who works here is the bad, is the culprit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. It's like, perfectly fair. You know, NDAs exist for a reason. So he's right to, you know, bring that up. But when things happen, I mean, the company I work at has stuff leak all the time. We are never yelled at. Well, apparently- They never gather us into a room and scream everyone's head off. Well, That's just not fucking done. Here's the we thing a, that... Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Okay. We get a polite reminder of, you know, the dangers, like, the losses. You know, things like that. Advertising revenue. It's marked high priority, and if there absolutely has to be a meeting, there was a meeting. I mean... See, that's how a business runs? Confidentiality is... Like, we're constantly reminded of the need for it, you know? We have an obscene amount of security measures. So much so that sometimes, like, logging in another computer becomes a pain in the ass. That's how it is. That's what it should be. Yeah, see, you work at a place where people actually are professionals. Everything we know about NRS internally or have heard from these people and others is that it's uh, a very dude-bro culture place and that uh, Sean Hemmerich and fucking Lansdowne and 16-bit are these total, like, dude-bro, jock, like, kind of that's bullies. Ho- that's hilarious, considering what 16-bit posts on Twitter. Yeah, I mean... retweets. Ever since Six- he got skinny, I don't know what influencing him to live his life this way, but he's gotten weird. <laughs> Look, he inc- he literally said that turning Kung Lao into a douche was the best retcon ever, so he and I were not going to be friends anytime soon. Well, I but so just, I Sean, don't. I think Sean Hemerick, Sean. I know you're not listening, but if you are, get fucked. <laughs> Chris, okay. I also want to bring up that honestly, like even back in MKX when he was driven off Twitter, he was being a fucking diva bitch. Honestly, we are, we the thing that always amuses me about Hemerick and how much power he has is he's not even an original Midway guy. He his first game was Shaolin Monks. He originally worked for fucking Paradox, which was a California studio. That is the only reason I say fuck the guy, because he's not one of the original members. Not at all. Not by a long shot. And yet apparently Ed answers to him. 
Yeah, his I credit is that... like studio producer, whereas Ed is lead creative the, director. Creative, yeah, like he probably handles the shit that Ed doesn't like. Ed strikes me as the type to want to be involved and have his hands in the uh, on the franchise and like actually, you know, be involved with how it looks, how it feels, but like. The okays for everything come through him. He doesn't want to handle the business side of shit. We know he doesn't like firing people, but I would really like to believe that he's heard all of this stuff and maybe just kind of has that power, that kind of veto power. Because, Ed, I think maybe one guy does need firing. Somebody needs it would to be clean nice. house over there. And if if Hemmerich is above him, he's not going to get, he's not going to fire no, I... That's if Hemmerich is above him, which I, I have a very hard time believing. I don't think it's possible for Hemrick to be above Ed. Yeah, this it, is it Ed seems thing. like Hemrick is in the position of the businessman, the guy who like handles the money and like the producer on a movie, whereas Ed is the director on the movie. And here's here's the part of these uh, employee horror stories that surprises me is uh, Steve Barron, who seems like like the nicest, like, shy, quiet guy in the world. Apparently, he's notorious for uh, telling intern artists and temp workers, like, stringing them along that if they do enough of this and this and this, they will get a full-time position and then never giving them one. Which, you know, that that's not necessarily actively malicious. That could just be um, being too much of a coward to tell people bad news. Like, he's saying what will keep them happy in the moment and working their jobs and then, like, trying to spare their feelings and then at the very end they're bitter because why did you not just tell me the truth, man? I, I hope that's the case. I'd like to think that he does it, like, out of ignorance, maybe, because Steve was the nicest guy to us when we went to L.A. Yeah, and, very and cordial, Steve is... Very friendly, and I don't want of, to talk shit about him. Of the original developers, uh, Steve and Vogel are my two favorite guys. Like, other than Tobias, who doesn't work there anymore. <sighs> and, and that's it's the like... other thing. On this game, I was looking at the credits. Vogel is no longer involved in story and writing side of things at all. He's he's now in charge of uh, the storyboards for story mode cutscenes, I think, is what he does. Huh. Well, well this, is, a lot. this is a lot like finding out your cousin runs a sweatshop, isn't it? Yeah, at, at this point, uh, Sean Kittleson and Dominic Ciancolo did the script, the, all the story, all the writing, intros and crypt stuff too, all by themselves. It's just the two of them. Whereas it was four or five guys on MK9 and X. Like, almost all those guys are gone now. And that's that's why none of the MKX I... endings are canon, and that's why um, a lot of things have been retconned. Because, like, if Brian Chard had a plan for that guy in Jade's ending, that plan left with him. And so Kittles is on Twitter going, I think the chick in Jade's ending is Jade's mom. <laughs> Which is retarded. Which doesn't make sense. Not just because she doesn't seem to be like a dream lady with time powers, but because Jade's parents were villains who sold her to Shao Kahn so that they could keep their money and estate. <laughs> anyway, why would you think about things when you write them, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's another timeline where Jade's mom was a good person. <laughs> Chronica erased it. 
What fucking ever? I knew, this. We're going right back into shitting on the story again. I fucking knew Chronica was gonna like open the floodgate for this dumb shit. I mean, there was a point early on in development where we were all behind the idea of Chronica because we thought that her motivation was hell. No, we weren't. Fuck that chick. I've always hated her. Well, yeah, you hated her because of her look, though. Yeah, that's I mean, her look is still shit. I hate to. I've always called her a plot device. But no, there, there was She's a point a where some of us thought there that Kronika's story would be that Raiden fucked up with the he must win thing and it has to be undone. And yeah, now we know that Kronika's just like in fact the he must win thing was her fault. <laughs> so I'm ambivalent about her. There's been worse end bosses. Hello Darkon. I think she's definitely not the worst villain we've had because Blaze and Darkon exist. But I, I don't think she's a good addition to the lore. I don't think her or Cetrion are characters that should exist. No, the 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 over Greekification of Mortal Kombat fucking bothers me. God, you guys really sound like I used to. <laughs> Fuck this Greek shit. Why is this shit in there? I hate it in Armageddon. Well, just like, well, like in Armageddon what? it was like a little sprinkle. This yeah, isn't like in Armageddon it wasn't tiny. the universe. It was just a couple of Edenians. It was the just main co- it was one realm's culture. Story mode was our, it was fucking Greek shit. It was there wasn't fucking titans like big ass fucking like god of war titans well there wasn't in this game either what the bothers Scorpion me about that again. here's what okay. bothers me about the titans endings don't matter dude fucking everybody turns into a giant jacks rim k3 and stomps somebody it's like the ending except for jackie's who kills herself i kind of feel like in 10 years time or by the time of our next mk game titans they're not gonna be brought up again yeah, well, so that's the thing. Kittleson isn't a full-time employee. He's a contractor. So at any point, he could just not have his contract renewed, and then he doesn't come back for the next game. So He doesn't even live uh, in Chicago. Worry. He uh, does his work by email and Skype. <laughs> nice! You're not even from around here! <laughs> okay, so what are we enjoying? Uh, can we the talk about DLC? Gameplay is really great in this game. Yeah, I actually... <laughs> not having yeah, combo we... breakers is kind of pissing me off now. I didn't think I would, I would like, miss them as much as I do, because I thought I would be able to learn how to flawless block, and it's not happening. <laughs> oh, I saw that shit going a mile away. I knew you wouldn't be able to flawless block. Yeah. Uh, breakaways are still kind of dumb. I hate breakaways. Breakaways um... are the dumbest mechanic in the world. <laughs> so that's what we're liking. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I say that because those are the only things about the gameplay I'm not behind. I actually well, really like, like the game. Like, playing the game with other people is fine. It's just Breakaway and Fatal Blow are the fucking worst when you're finding the AI. It's The thing is that it's easier to list... When someone asks you, what's what do you like about X? And you're like, everything but. You know, that's a shorter list than going down the list. I actually don't have any complaints about the fatal blows of the eye because the second you get them back point, you know it's coming. Yeah, it's really predictable. Yeah, yeah. they are. And since they're one per like whole match, it's, a, it's kind of a different thing than X-rays. Just run and in, don't block for a half a second, then yeah. you know, just the, wait for it. The AI's desperation to pull off their fatal blow reminds me it's... of when you pull out a weapon in MK4. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. The rage switch goes on. It's flipped. Man, the computer just fucking mercied me. 
Yeah, that happens That's... on really rare occasion, doesn't it? I've never I've seen never that seen happen it. ever before. Neat. I've Katana's the AI bitch. has mercy me mercy two, maybe three me times him. ever, but yeah, it does happen. Sometimes. Interesting. And I'm here's an interesting thing: now. if you're doing it on a tower that has a modifier, uh, the mercy will turn off the modifier. And yeah, your AI will no longer fight. You have to pick up the controller if it happens to your AI. <laughs> oh, Discord. Oh, that's There's, there are some fun bugs in this game. Sub-Zero goes invisible on me a lot. There, I saw a video of, like, <laughs> Raiden brutalities, and, like, his hat disappears. Uh, Raiden's hat always always just flies off or... It's like they, all the masks. It's because they don't want it to clip through stuff. Well, no, it's like he does a brutality... And, like, in his wind pose, his hat will just disappear. Oh, Raiden, Raiden's the one doing it and his hat goes away? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's funny about Sub-Zero, whenever he goes invisible, is, like, he still has this, like, misty ice aura around his hands all the time. <laughs> so when he disappears, that's all that's there. And so you can, like, jump and you can see his arm... Mist aura, like go up in the air and jump around. And Sub Zero's just not there, but you can still see the eye shit. It's really fucking weird. So I told him that I can kind of pretend he's smoke. Yes, a little bit. Nice. I haven't if done that. Like, I've also heard the game just it. plain crashes on the PS4 sometimes. I have, I have yet uh, to have that happen. Yeah, it hasn't happened to me. Of, but I've... are any of you guys on PS4 Pros though? No, I'm not. See, that's the thing. A lot of people on the Discord, I've been asking them, is your PS4 Pro? And they often tell me yes. Hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. That's what you get so, for going pro, bro. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Definitely. But I need it in 4K. Well, you know what? You don't need it. It's going on. My resolutions. And what gets me is the fact that that's a PS4 TRC. That's a, well, technical requirement checklist item. Specifically, the game is not allowed to perform any different yeah. on a pro than it is on a regular PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Well, it probably you can, have, you, so... you can have enhancements on the pro that are not there on the regular, but you can't have enhancements on the regular that are not there on the pro. And a crash on the pro that does not occur on the regular is especially fucking unacceptable. And the, and Sony tests for that kind of thing. Yeah, somebody so, must have missed it. No, 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 no. This is not a matter of missing. This is a matter of Sony finding it, NRS going, okay, we'll fix it in a patch. And I did hear that it occurred much more frequently near launch. So they did try to fix it, and it didn't quite take all the way. Hmm. So I would expect this to be resolved in a further patch. Just be patient. There's there, there's lots of those little things, though, that will be resolved over over time. Yes. Again, I've said it a billion times. This game is really going to be great whenever Mortal Kombat 11 XL comes out. Until yeah. then, like you can smell it's a little it's a little rocky here and there. It's yeah, it's not quite as tight and polished. This is making a real good argument for waiting for the complete edition. <laughs> Just it's, a amaz- it's amazing how this game was apparently three months behind. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it's what not I was saying about still- how, look, it's still the dev cycles are fucked. Two years yeah, is exactly. not enough time to make a game. It's yeah, not. The, the game is really, really, really good considering how much of that, like, kind of kind of barely post-beta smells is on the game still. Like, I, I talked about a bunch in Warrior Shrider <laughs> yesterday, but um, there's just a lot of things in the game that feel 
feel that remind me a little bit of like Street Fighter Five when it came out and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so, definitely I mean, nowhere near as incomplete as Street Fighter Five, but it still has a little bit of that vibe on it. And this and, feels, but on, how, on how the little upside. they're communicating with with everybody and how not transparent they are. Uh, like we're with DLC characters and stuff like that is how they've done um, with their immediate previous games. Yeah, I, th- I think people people are surprised that we haven't heard about uh, what's in the first pack of DLC yet. I think the reason we haven't is because they're too busy fixing the game to get to DLC right now. It, it, I mean, I yeah, feel like, sure. It, it I'm sure it's also is. being worked on. It's happening I mean, I'm sure, simultaneously. I'm sure but oh, the yeah, characters yeah, yeah, are being made because, yeah. you know, that's like... You've got character artists and stuff. Those guys don't do the patches. They do the characters. Yeah. So, what I think is strange is that there has to be, like, a CG, like, trailer that's, like, just sitting there, right? No, I mean, they always make that stuff at the last minute. It's it's really? They always make trailers at the last <laughs> yeah. fucking minute. We've seen on Twitter them say that. In this game's dev cycle, they said it a couple there. times. Like... There, there, there's other things going on over there that that are slowing the process of, of almost everything. And like I said, you they can don't, they don't really have a dedicated marketing team. Like Derek and Sixteen Bit and Lansdowne, I think, are actually the guys who make the trailers. <laughs> no, the guy the guy who makes the trailers is a guy named Rigo Cortez. Well, yeah, Rigo, Rigo. But like, it's Rigo. just. Like, it's not a team. Like, other studios have a marketing division. NRS is doing their own shit. <laughs> and, I mean, in, in, in some ways, that kind of, you know, they that benefits them. They do some things better than some other teams do. I, but I don't know about there, There's that. a lot of places know, where they don't. I can't think of a single fighting game whose reveal uh, methods are worse, in my opinion, than NRS. Um, I think they actually did reveals pretty well with this game, but this game, but this game still felt weird because there was only four months of. Yeah, uh, I mean, of we had pre-life. we had such a short time for them to get stuff out, so it felt better than previous games because they had to. I mean, let um, us not forget the Jackie Codal situation where that was totally <laughs> supposed to be a Jackie trailer, but they're like, wait, no one cares about that, so they just renamed it like the Codal trail at the very end. Yeah. I remember when so, I remember when yeah, so everybody. Was- Everybody expected to see Kotal's Fatal Blow and Fatality, but yeah. it was actually a Jackie trailer. <laughs> it really was. I, I thought it was funny because Ed told me on Twitter, right to me, that, oh, we're, we're going to have to give Kotal something better, and that never happened. No. Um, man. But all that said, the game is still surprisingly good for all of these little weird I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's def- it's definitely around. a lot better at launch than like miles better at launch than Street Fighter Five was. And the thing the upside to me is the hope. Oh yeah, there's no comparison there, yeah. The, the upside to me is the hope that look, Street Fighter Five's Street Fighter Five was alive for a couple years. Whereas NRS games tend to stop being supported by NRS after the first year. And I hope this is the one that goes like the distance. That seems that it will be, according to what they've said. The, yeah, that's something like, they've said over and over and over again. The thing so, that I don't want to happen, and I don't want to be like Street Fighter Five going for, is like Street Fighter Five fans are still, you know, waiting for season four coming. Yeah, season well, yeah, they, they have been false advertised too. 
It's a <laughs> yeah. weird thing. And and right now we're kind of in that space with DLC characters. I'm not sure no, when no, and no. what's coming. What we, no, we know Shelby's coming. But we do but, see we do know there are at least six because that's what we paid for already. Right, the money is in when. the fucking what's we don't know or where or who besides Shang. What's happening so, at Capcom is I think I'm pretty sure that the fighting development team is trying to get the rest of this DLC out the door. And I'm pretty sure the marketing division has considered this game an unmitigated failure and doesn't want to put any more money into yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think So that's what's happening over there. Capcom Here, as a company okay. Capcom as a company wants Street Fighter V to be over and Street yeah. Fighter V's team doesn't. That's that makes sense that's to what's me. Going because, on. because Capcom right now is in this like trying to bring themselves back age, like Resident Evil 2 remake and DMC were so fucking good. And then people are looking at the fighting games and going, well, that's the last piece we're missing. Um, yeah, there's no question that, yes, the, our DLC is coming, and it's not that situation. It's not as uh, ambiguous and a mystery as it is over with Capcom fans, unfortunately. But what, what I love is people un, un, find... What is unusual is that we don't know when or who yet. And that is unusual for... Oh, we, we know a we, lot we of know who's. who's. We very much know who's. We Actually, know, no, we know more it, who's with, than the pack we're getting. We know the with, second pack's who's. With, with, with this delay and shit, it, I'm not going to be surprised at all if some of those characters fucking change. Um, I, if they change their mind at, in, about some of these, if they want to maybe change their options, they want to do a different thing that maybe don't want to do a guess that they thought they, they were they, going to do. If they pull I mean, they out have had more than enough time to do that with the time that they've had off. If they pull um, out from the Joker idea, I will not be unhappy. <laughs> I, I don't, think, it, I don't have, think anyone will. I have a lot of questions about the Ash situation right now, as I'm sure most of us do. Yeah, look, we, we know from Sam the Rain... code in the Steam version that Ash Williams is a plan. And we know that Kerry Tagawa was told by Midway to say he's not in the game. And, and then they so, revealed him in the game. Yeah. So and I said on Twitter, this... I'm like, gee, I have heard that story before. But the thing is, um, Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, they, they own that character. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like, unless they put some sort of, like, Ash versus Evil Dead character in there, i.e. not the proper version that everyone wanted, like, like, Freddy fucking Krueger in 9, because, like, well, Bruce even Campbell that doesn't want other people Bruce. voicing... Bruce Campbell doesn't want other people voicing that character. Well, that's, what, that, that's the whole reason why I think... That's the whole reason why I think it's legit. Is because they don't want the... Uh, fuck, what was that one game that Ash was in, but Bruce... Poker Night at the Inventory. Yep, yep, that's the game. They don't want, like, that situation again, so... Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. That couldn't have ever happened if, like, Raimi didn't give permission and money changed hands. You can't... Like, that would have just been uh, stealing an intellectual property, but somebody agreed to that happening, and Bruce just didn't want to do the voice, but it still happened. I... I feel like... Sam and Bruce are like such good friends that you'd think that he'd ask Bruce first if he was well, okay with that. Well, maybe he did, and Bruce said nah, and he's just like, "Well, I'm gonna let him do it anyway." I don't think that Sam. I don't. Would do I don't that. think they're. What, 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 what I find <laughs> suspicious is this picture that Bruce Campbell posted. Since when was this old fucking man a Photoshop wizard? And, <laughs> yeah. why, and, and like, I like how he puts in the fucking article title in the fucking, like, picture he, he posed to deconfirm it. 
Hey, just because he's old doesn't mean he can't Photoshop. <laughs> yes, that, that's actually yeah, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, My unless, grandma fucking Photoshop shit all the time. That's, that's unless some he's... pretty bad ageism you got going on there, bro. Yeah, bro, come on. Fuck unless, it. <laughs> look, look, unless he's bothering to pay people to Photoshop for him just to deconfirm something on Twitter, I, think... I don't think this is, this is like, something he made. I think Bruce that Warner Brothers... I think he... Dude, I, I think that Warner Brothers gave this fucking picture. Oh god. <laughs> now that's that's possible. But uh my I think Bruce Cable enjoys a good joke. I and mean, there's some Bruce, good jokes to be had. Bruce Cable strikes me as the kind of person that would learn how to use Photoshop to fuck with people. Just to fuck with that's people. That's all I'm saying. People straight up lying about whether or not something is true to avoid spoiling it has become a very common thing. I look at the I look at the denial as a confirmation, but hey, assuming something actually did happen and Ash isn't in, I hope you guys enjoy your pinhead because that's what you're probably gonna fucking get. My dad does Photoshop ass. You know what? I'd be okay with pinhead. <laughs> I like the Hellraiser movies. Mine too. <laughs> I mean, if you can give me like the like hell pinhead version and like have fucking Leviathan spinning around in the background shooting around black lights as a stage. I'm gonna say well, look, no to that. If there's Listen, like a is... if there's like a fatality where he tosses you the lament configuration and you're sitting there solving it and then you die, like hooks yeah, come wonderful. out to rip you apart. That'd be pretty fucking hilarious. Me uh, personally, like I I think the ghost face would be kinda cool. Just like assists everywhere. Ghostface is just a guy with a knife. He's two guys with a knife. <laughs> Excuse me. He could have noob cybot moves. Exactly. Now you're you thinking literally one tier above the I know what you did last summer, Fisherman. I don't want to be part of this conversation <laughs> I'm down. anymore. I'm so fucking down for that. You guys want to talk about Terror Drone some more? We yes. Guys, come on. We've done yes. this so many fucking times. Yeah. We're on the list of horror guest characters. Maybe Listen, we should answer some I, of our uh, 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 some of our Q and A's. Yeah, let's do time. that. Oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> All right. So, going back into this motherfucker. Uh, two glasses of wine in. Not too drunk, but still I want the trouble. leprechaun. All right. <laughs> Why would you ever, ever think that was an option? <laughs> Terrible option. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, we so did first, is from, first is from Dab. How do you guys think that Devorah joined Khan's army, and what do you think her position was? Uh-oh. Um... Uh, person who answer... put slaves on boats, and she joined by. <laughs> we kind of know this. We know that, like, when when her realm was conquered, like all all of the chitin, like there wasn't a, a fight when Shao Kahn invaded. They all surrendered because they're all like super isolationist and scared of people because they're um they're, they're all bugs. like communities unto themselves like a single chitin is just 10,000 insects so they interact with each other cuz they don't need to um so so they just gave up when Chao Kahn showed up and let themselves be absorbed into outworld and Devora is weird because she's the only member of the entire chitin race who is willing to socialize with other people <clears throat> and has ambition and wants like power and so she actually i think volunteered to fight for Khan when he showed up to invade. 
Which makes it really weird in this game that he says, I destroyed this hive, why are you helping me? <laughs> it's, uh, yet again, one of those things that kind of throws the MKX comic into a bit of a question. Well, it, it happened in a different no, timeline, but Chronica got rid of that one. Exactly. <laughs> I see. Thank you, Razor. That, that, that's my answer, is it doesn't fucking matter because Sean said it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> All right. Swarm Queen 99. Since it seems like NRS is throwing characters at Devor to kill, who do you think is next? You're next. <laughs> I wonder if her arms are safe. Because Scorpion cut him off, didn't he? Oh, if he chopped all those shits off. She can rebuild herself. Like she, If she's ripped know, in half, tight. her bugs will put her back together. God, she's so fucking tight. Really? I like her. You like her? I, I, think... I, I want her to die in a DLC story expansion. I'm so fucking I, tired of her. I think that she should kill herself. The... There are really, I mean, there are ways to kill her, but you'd have to set, well, yeah, set you just have all to of her, her on fire just or throw her in them. lava yeah. or acid or something that destroys the whole body. She's very it's killable. A, it's amazing how... She's Reptile she can do it. <laughs> you know what? You put Fujin and Reptile in a room together. You have Fujin wiggle his arms and you have Reptile open his mouth and everything's jelly. <laughs> Oh, I see what you did there. That would be nice. You're like spraying poison into a fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, a, it's like an acid, acid NATO. Shove all, shove all of her down his throat. All right, so Gug asks, do you think that the Combat Pack 1 trailer will be shown before the game oh, comes out? God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was from April the 12th. Yeah, I do some think... old questions. <laughs> I do, I do think that uh, that it's going to be shown off at Combo Breaker. I mean, I think that we've discussed yeah. about uh, just like MK11 was going to be announced at Combo yeah, Breaker. Yeah, yeah. See, the whole the entire MK11 cycle was us being like, mm. I think they'll show thing at place, and then they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they'll show Combat Pack One whenever they've shown it. And it could, or, it could and, just uh, fucking drop like KP One for X. It could. We'll see. Yeah, like today, I, a trailer for Final Fantasy VII remake dropped, and I had no idea that was coming. Like just apropos of nothing, suddenly it's on YouTube. Really? Yeah. It uh, so it looks. I have good. to go and stalk Fiona Apple. I'll be right back. It it's really just more of the footage we've already seen of the first bombing mission, but we do get a glimpse of Sephiroth, and he's not voiced by George Newbern anymore, and that kind of bugs me. Hmm. Damn. Oh well. All right, so Chuckles. No soups for you. Yeah. What do you guys think of the more involved zoning of Cetrion versus the less thought-demanding zoning of someone like Noob? Not to say Noob is completely devoid of strategy, just that that is one more thing about setting things up to be put in a favorable, zo favorable zoning position, while the other is more about constantly throwing out oppressive projectiles that cover every avenue. Django, you want to cover that one? Is this another pre-launch question? April 12th. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't think that's a problem. I think people are kind of okay with it, and Cetrion's getting... She's dropping tier list all the time. Good. She's not that good. And Noob is, uh, I I definitely say Noob's better than her. Uh, she 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 was scary before people touched her. Yeah, she she's just, not as scary. She now. just looked like too powerful a zoner. It turns yes. out well, that uh, Salad Tits is kind of a chump. Chuckles does say that her Cetron is more, that Cetron seems to be more involved zoning wise, and it seems to imply that Noob is kind of brain dead. 
So uh, I, I don't, I don't think that's the case Doom, in my opinion. Noom is not even a zoner. Like you can't zone with that fucking clone. All, the the reason he's the way to make him his AI self the guy who destroys all the towers is to set him to combos and rushdown. Yeah. And that dude has some motherfucking combos, dude. Oh, yeah. Happening. Whenever he starts comboing your ass, you can put the controller down and get a sandwich. I don't know uh, what the fuck 16-bit was saying on that fucking combat cast, but he is not a zoner. Um, so I, th- I, th- I think that question kind of answered itself since the game came out. All right. Kenshi Master 16. This one's for everyone, but primarily Razor. Thoughts on the Katana Devora Gerard intro? Uh, non-canon. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not canon fucking canon. <laughs> canon in some other timeline, right? I think, it, right. Uh, I right. think it's just irresponsible to even write that, because not every, like, person who plays the game is going to be all like, oh, this is a different timeline or some shit. Well, look, those They're are casual. Actually, she didn't matter. say she killed Jared. God damn it. He's still out there eating Subway. Well, apparently there are actually two intros, and she does say she did it in a second one. But the crypt literally has an item that says Shao Kahn beheaded him. So fuck Devorah. It does. (laughs) Neither is canon, but the crypt item is closer to canon because it says what Deception said. Uh, Don't the the, the intro that I saw just had Devorah being like, "Bitch, I've killed a lot of people." Yeah, no, that's not. The crypt also said that like. The crypt also said that Draman went back to Outworld and then Shao Kahn killed him. Well, that's from another time. That's lots of <laughs> I think to that, I think to NRS, that's the only thing that's cons- consistent in every timeline because they think fuck Draman. Fuck Draman? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The crypt is confirmed non-canon. Yeah, dude, it's for fun. It's a trip down nostalgia lane. That's why Kano is in Goro's, you know, eating hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's like, a Kano fun. skeleton in the dining room. <laughs> It's like a Pirates of the Caribbean ride or some shit. Like, whatever. Like, Kano you know, is clearly fun. not dead. Kenshi is not dead. The crypt is not canon. I don't need any of your, any of your buzzwords like fun around here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> fun, dude. For fun. It's fun. What's the next question? <laughs> Remember Kerry Sagawash? That's I'm fun. Going back, I'm going back, and a lot of these are contextually... What will we do on release, or what do we think that AI battle is? So I think that those have kind of answered themselves yeah. by this point. AI uh, the I same did... thing it was in Injustice 2. Why was that in question? <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. What are our thoughts, asks Broman, with, with Katana having only one sign on her back? Ch- he asks me that. Oh, God. Where did the other one go? Where'd it go, Chad? Well, look, Katana, how did she even get that sigh? <laughs> Well, we have a... How did Collector get her brain and use it for a staff? I don't know, they drew lots for some shit. That dude gets everything, though. Collector's cool. Actually, you know what? That's probably the answer. He probably yep. has the other one somewhere. You know what? So here, here's the thing. If if Melina, when she died, she would go to the Nether Realm, and in story mode, it's Nether Realm Katana that has a sigh. So I guess she's just torturing her sister for funsies down there. That I mean, which sounds that's a thought. Factor. That's a thought. I like it. Cause fuck Melina, torture her. <laughs> <laughs> Roman also asks us: Do we think that they should hire more in order to handle all fields for the game so that things will become smoother? Yes. Well, after that, I think they might have a problem with that. Uh, I don't think the problem is that they need more employees. I think the problem is they need an extra year on each dev cycle. All of this to me really has the feel of. We want a game out by X point next year. Get to work. 
Yes, absolutely. They is though. That's a that's an ambiguous pronoun. That's probably Warner Let's Brothers. Just say no, what, what's funny is yes. what's funny is when uh, Warner Brothers acquired uh, the X Midway guys and set up the studio, and MK Nine was being advertised. Ed was like, Warner Brothers has been great, and they've given us all the time we need to make the our first game with them. And if we need to delay, they'll let us delay. And so yeah. on, and now here we are, eight later. years later, and this is the situation. It's fucking. You mean someone in business lied? <laughs> it's fucking EA. What changes? Like the, people come and go all the time. Yeah. I mean, even in my very short stint of interacting with people at Warner Brothers, like man, the changeover was real. <laughs> they were coming and going like McDonald's employees. This guy rolls in from EA. This other guy rolls in from fucking Activision, and they're out and gone. Like, dude, it was all the time. That was Warner Brothers. That wasn't NRS. So, Sean Cena, eh, nice, <laughs> asks, what intro dialogues are you guys looking forward to seeing or hearing? Oh, the one going into this one that I was really looking forward to, as I think a lot of us were, was like Noob, Cybot, and Scorpion. I think yeah. we said that a bunch of times. And, you know, apart from them just kind of sla- like throwing a little bit of shade at each other, meh, I was not all that impressed. Yeah, it turns out yeah. Hanzo doesn't really give that much of a shit about Bihan at, at the end of the day. I mean, when you think about it, Hanzo's had a new lease on life. He's had his clan back. He's living. He he's got people to care about again. He's happy, and he's finally moved on past the death of his wife and child. Noob Sabat is channeling all the powers of death. He's happy where he is. Yeah, they're both happy <laughs> for, for the most part. They're where they want to be. I think Noob's happier yeah, than he's ever been. But, so, like, I don't know why he would hold a grudge on. But intros are non-canon apparently. So who fucking cares? <laughs> Dude, listen, do, give me the shit I want to see. There's a timeline out there where Liu Kang is barefoot. I've never seen that timeline, but I kind of want to. What's going barefoot on? Barefoot and he has tattoos. <laughs> Full just, sleeve yakuza tattoos. I want to see what the fuck's going on there. I All see I really shit. wanted from New Cybot is to be a smug asshole saying thanks for killing me. <laughs> That's all I really wanted. I mean, I... Okay, well, actually, on the topic of those intros, yeah, I think the actual, like, low-key, the best one, the one I've enjoyed most, that's caused me to laugh my ass off for some reason. It's like, have you seen the Johnny Cage versus Noob intros? They're fucking mm-hmm. funny. Are they? Well, this is really surprising. Really but now yeah, I mean, Johnny Cage really versus are. everybody, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, seriously, Noob comes out and he's like, even legends die. And Cage is like, you just called me a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> just fucking denying it? N- no. N- no, I didn't. <laughs> so my favorite intro in the entire game is Johnny versus Liu Kang, where they quote Big Trouble in Little China. So, oh, there are so many so. shout outs. <sighs> Double or nothing. God bless you. And then Liu <laughs> says, my mind and body error is one and johnny says then let's shake the pillars of heaven the game does have a lot of very fun nods like just just kind of took the lid off of all the fucking nostalgia of anything mortal Kombat, even remotely related ever like all the fucking water or use the element that yeah the, all the references nods. to the bucket of water <laughs> like everybody's talking about that shit I'm a little disappointed. So there is an intro between Lou and Raiden where they quote the end of the movie like you knew it would end this way, didn't you? Not at all. And Epcar Uh, delivering the line is just so bad. (laughs) He proves (laughs) what I've been saying, that Epcar really isn't a great Raiden. (laughs) I would agree. All right. Uh, 
Randy Cool asks, do we think that Ed is afraid to release an arcade collection because he doesn't want everyone to st- everyone to make no. fun of the gameplay jankiness? No. 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 They, he, there's they no arcade collection that. because there's no fucking... It's no. hard to make one. <laughs> A, it's, WB keeps on shutting them down. B, he's also said, I think, that he's worried that people would just play it for a week and get bored. Listen. Which might be true for a lot of today's modern audiences, but I... No, just saying, I would play that thing for a good year. Listen, if I go back to it, I can tell you exactly what Warner Brothers thinks about that situation and what Ed thinks about that situation. And it's that Warner Brothers doesn't think it'll make money, so they don't want to fund it. That's so it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, like if anybody would Fuck know, you, it's WB. this guy. So <laughs> True it man. has nothing to do with Ed Boone not wanting it to happen for any reason. That's the only reason why it might ever happen. And the reason why they keep trying is because Ed wants it to happen. But even he's got his limits, man. How many times can you hear no before it's like, fine, fuck. He might be getting this is, this is the corporate mindset. If it doesn't make us 55 bajillion dollars, it's not worth our time. Yep. We, we will actually say no to a project that will only make us a couple million. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's and, just not and worth it. We want big that, like, profits, not just profits. So the thing that drives me crazy about it is that, like, look, AAA titles have AAA budgets and get AAA returns play budgets you're spending a shit ton of money to make a shit ton of money a, yes. an arcade re-release would be cheaper to make on top of not making as much money so you're still getting a really good return return on your investment so to turn your nose up at that is stupid <laughs> yes all right car to the low asks since MK11 is dealing with time travel, what version of character or characters do we want to see die? And are there characters that you want both versions to die in? Well. I mean, I, I, got, of... I got a Sonya dead, so. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. I, um. And it was the bitchier Sonya, too. Like, and it was Ronda, too. Like, it was just all to, these three things. The Sonya who spent 25 years not developing as a character is the one that died. So there is a little karma there. Fucking Ronda Sonya. I call Sonya. that a little bit harsh. Some <laughs> would agree with me. He would agree. I don't know. I call it catharsis. I was, I was overall happier with modern Sonya than I was old Sonya. For the most part. But... I think, I think old Sonya's a better dresser, so... <laughs> I kind of wish Kung Lao was dead again. She's just playing through this That's game just... now. Just playing through this game now makes me want to go back to MK9 and watch the next snap. That, that's and a enjoy little harsh. This time. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't... sorry. I wish I could say I didn't feel that way, but I really Look, y- the only do. thing I want to see dead are revenants. Here's the I, thing. I, I Kung Lao in his intros, yes. But Kung Lao in story mode is actually really entertaining. In story mode, yes. Just, I gotta skip all the fucking intros he's in, because Jesus fucking Christ. And fucking whatever gets me, like, I, I don't care. I want Mortal Kombat ex old Kung Lao, human Kung Lao back at some point ever. Human and even if that's Lao. never going to happen, I don't care. I just want him around for that reason. The fucking Fu Manchu. And that, man, that guy was sick. Yeah, old, old Kung Lao was... I mean, his dialogues were a dude. guy who was older and had aged and wizened and grown as a person. Which is also what you get from, like, MK4 Kung Lao in, like, that ending with Goro. 
Like yeah, that is that is what I would like to see. The, the problem isn't Kung Lao being a douche; it's that he doesn't get to grow up from that. Like as a starting point, that's a perfectly good character. But you yes. have to let him develop, and the fact that he's being pulled from MK two before he died, and that the other one died at that age, neither one ever developed or grew as a person because they didn't have the chance. Well, there's kind of an argument to be made that actually seeing where his life is going to go the knowledge that he's going to fail and become this could maybe put things into perspective a little bit. We can get a little bit less of douche loud, but the answer... I mean, it doesn't matter now because everyone's dead, but still. Well, not dead, but unborn. <laughs> Boy. There's an existential conversation we can have about yeah. that. Speaking of which, Hennessy Hufflepuff asks, do you guys just think we're going to end up in Armageddon by the end of MK11? Well... Again, we no. kind of did. <laughs> we we, we sort of bypassed Armageddon. We are, got are we the same end result. <laughs> are, are we just going to answer questions that are before the game came out? Or, Well, I'm going to delete a couple of the sillier ones. Yes, Ranger did a Randy Savage intro. Okay. Yeah, that was my favorite one. <laughs> it was a good one. Okay. Broman asked about uh, Katana having a side. Well, that means she'd be a little bit like the Jade variation. Yes, it certainly was. Do, do, do. Chameleon asks Django, with Shao Kahn and Shang Tsung both being brought back for this game, which of them would you want to be the boss for 12, assuming they don't make a new one again? Oh, man. It doesn't... Okay, listen. Mortal Kombat... Uh, what game is this? 11? <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 aside. Uh, I would always say I want Shang Tsung as the boss. That's Good it. Man. Shang Tsung, All right. please. Uh, Shang is the more charismatic character, which is a funny position to be in now compared to like in 1993 when Shao Kahn was the one who talked and Shang Tsung wasn't. <laughs> it was, but now you know we have this shit. Like fucking even like Carrie Tagawa Shang Tsung in the yeah. crypt is like I want yeah, that guy really, as the it's boss. About, it's all about Carrie. Give me that shit. Shred's getting frosty. Asks, do you think that this is the most controversial MK since MK1? MK1 gave us the ESRB due to congressional involvement, due to its violence. This one gave us sexy characters, blood, <laughs> gore. But now we have the internet, and people have the shield of a keyboard and screen. The fans being mad about their characters not showing up, Molina, Rain, Fujin, eh, to not happy about the sexy girls and the statement by game developers, I feel it's much to do with the times, outrage, culture, and people just finding ways to be mad about things. But do you feel that this is the most controversial MK installment? If so, why? And if not, which ones were more so and why? I think I think the uh, response to date has been really slightly louder than X, but the same content as it was with X. Like, the, the stuff about the, cost, the, the women's costumes was happening four years ago. Um, the was... only difference now is all those stories about uh, ex-employees who are disgruntled. Yeah, that's where the controversy comes from. Yeah. People bitching about their favorite character not being present. Uh, that's not controversy. That's just people being fucked-hearted, okay? <laughs> they don't give a shit that your favorite character's not in. Mine's not either, and I got used to that kind of a thing. Move the fuck on with your life. Yeah, yeah bitch, like, where's Takeda? Come on. Molina fans are... So many of them are just fucking new. Or, like, teenagers. You know, like, there's... They don't know what it's like to be a fucking Smoke fan. <laughs> They couldn't possibly imagine. <laughs> like, seriously. 
Find a better avatar to project your internal angst onto. Your character has you been in like almost you're... every game. Shut the fuck up, you spoiled bitches. <laughs> I know you feel like you're ugly inside, but you're not that <laughs> ugly. <laughs> Life gets better. I mean, probably you are, but it's, it's, come on. Well, if if they if they feel if they felt that, then they'd be liking old timeline belief. Listen, this is not an injustice. I don't know that there's a difference. Man. This is just, uh, you know, th- bummer. Look, but that's actually, like, bummer. To go back on, like, the question, I don't feel like there's anything particularly controversial about the game itself. It's just that, you know, every asshole, like you said, has a keyboard and a voice, and complaints like these just seem to happen about every game now. The ending doesn't. The ending didn't pan out the way I wanted it to. To be you know? fair, releasing your game unfinished is worth a little controversy. <laughs> oh yes, yes, but I've seen worse. Again, Street Fighter Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Boy. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that like the current state of affairs in the game world. I mean, remember, I'm part of it. Is bullshit, and there's an over reliance on day one patches, and th- these these things are still running on like. Hollywood release date models that make no fucking sense. Yeah. But I don't think the game itself is controversial. Not to a particular great extent, so much as the events around it. Are speaking of controversy, are we gonna talk about Jax's arcade ending? Oh, we man. did that oh, last right. time, man. We did. We already and it's went like, over that. Did we just yeah. just, just decide you're you're fucking dumb and you're insecure. Fuck off. I thought that was off mic, though. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not that important. I, the worst... I don't have an the, opinion. The worst, it does not need to be on mic, even if I did have an opinion. Yeah. The worst crime the ending perpetuates, if it perpetuates a crime at all, which I don't think it does, is the fact that it can be seen to trivialize hundreds of years of slavery by magically wishing that it would all go away. Not that we don't all wish that the worst parts of history had never happened, but... It's a little bit idealistic and naive. I think but the it's, only real it's sin of that a ending, nice gesture. I think the only real sin of that ending is that it doesn't relate to Jax's character in any way, shape, or form. It's the equivalent of Shiva got four so- magic swords in Armageddon. It's the equivalent of Tanya gaining the power to command dragons when th- she doesn't have powers related to dragons and has never talked to a dragon in any game ever. <laughs> no, we're subdued ice Jack, dragons, like, man. I've said this before. I... I look at Jax, and never once have I thought of him as, like, a black guy first and foremost. You know, a lot of Jax's endings and his and his character styles, his character, his character, the way that they've tried to take him in names, like, they've focused on his technology, they've focused on his position, they've focused on, you know, yeah, whenever, his family. So, you know what? Whenever they make Jax's character about race, it ends, like, that fucking costume in Deadly Alliance, the alt costume oh, with the blade. That was, like, the only time I was, like... Yeah, bad idea. Or like the the purple Cadillac in the Special Forces intro. Whenever they make Jax about race, those are the worst Jaxes. Jax is so much better a character than that. He's there's so much to him beyond that. Like all the stuff about his intelligence and building his own technology. The man invented those arms. The man created a nuclear device that opens portals with science instead of with magic. You know, and, like, also, you know, he's the world's strongest man. Like, his devotion to his athletic training is literally equal to that of a Shaolin monk. 
the guy is a really good, really deep character, and whenever you just make him about his skin color, you're the asshole. And that's the only problem I have with the ending. All right. Next up. Okay. Rene V asks, do you guys think M. Killen will be Ed Boon's last as creative director? The Game Informer interviewed with the game with the impression he wants to branch out to the right P or genre so that while MK would never die, this might be a chance that this might be Ed's last on an MK game. What do we think? I don't think it's his last game. I think he'll probably hang around for quite a bit before he retires. But I do hope that he gets to make a new IP because he's clearly wanted to for a long time. And if you were doing the same thing for 30 years, you would get sick of it, right? Yep. And, man, he always says, like, his favorite game to develop was The Grid. It wasn't even one of the MKs. Let the, let the studio branch out. Let them make something that's not a fighting game, please. I, uh, the, crypt, the Crypt seems like a cry for help in that regard. <laughs> I, Give me I, another I, one I like he gets I to. won't complain. I hope that he gets the freedom to, to do that and... Just based off of, you know, all the shit that's gone on and the way that he's seen and all the shit that has gone on with, like, the arcade collection over the years and whatnot, like, I can definitely see that kind of stuff eroding away and just him wanting to do something else, just not part of the the MK machine for once, you know. Um, If he wants out, like, at all, I hope that he gets to do that. Here, you guys take the next few. I gotta take five. (laughs) Where are we on the list, man? <laughs> we are at the very top. I've been deleting them as I go. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Okay. Still a lot of scrolling up. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, it just keeps going. Can you address your thoughts on people who say they won't buy the game unless their favorite character is in? Sure, we get stupid. <laughs> they, they they are stupid and not Mortal Kombat fans. Yeah. I'm selling my Mortal Kombat collection. We've heard this shit like with every game that comes out. There's tards that say this shit. This is, the internet encourages people to be uh, drama queens, to to be extremist. And I don't I don't think I don't most of those people I don't believe them when they say stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, one more question from the same guy. Uh, I think it's pronounced Lil X W 7 Yeah. Okay, so it seems most mainstream fighting games have a core cast of ten or so characters that never miss a game and are considered essential to the brand. Games that stray too far from this formula, like Street Fighter Three or Soul Calibur Five, come to mind, tend to not perform as well. Is it truly that terrible for NRS to be using the same logic? Core in this case, likely being the MK1 cast plus Katana, Jax, and Kung Lao, as those characters haven't missed an entry since the reboot. So, it's an interesting and a hot button question. I mean, I think I think for me, it's not specific names that need to come back every game; it's the amount of those names. Like, Melina can miss one. As long as, like, Noob Saibot is in there, or, like, Kano can miss one, and then fucking Cabal gets a turn. You know, like, there's a little bit of wiggle room. Like, Liu Kang 
is ostensibly the main character of this franchise, but him not being in Deadly Alliance was a huge breath of fresh air, even for, you know, fans. People who don't dislike him were still like, this is, this is cool, this makes things interesting. It shakes them up. I'm a big believer that... I mean, we've seen what happens when you leave Scorpion out of a game. Vanilla MK3 was a subpar title, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think everybody thought so. Um, so Scorpion and Sub-Zero, I think, do belong in every game. And I would say Noob Cybot for the most part, I also think, because Bihan has... The only game he's ever missed was MKX um, in the entire franchise. Uh, I think... The reason Sonya and Kano were not in MK2 was because they had checked the arcade stats and seen that they were the least played characters in MK1. Man. Can you Some... imagine if they did that with MKX? Uh, I, I imagine they I might I don't have... think Jackie would have made the cut, man. I think... See, I kept hearing that Jackie's stats are fairly high, high on X. <coughs> Excuse me. Really? I, 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 I... <coughs> oh, God. Jesus, Jesus, careful. I know, Thinking Jackie of, does this to people. Thing about Jackie being popular is killing me. Yeah, it's, it keeps uh, happening. Uh, oh, God. It's killing me too, man. <laughs> I think... Like, I, it, uh, it's I weird think to me it's... that, like, somebody might have... Uh, overall, Jackie might have been played more than Takeda. It's very possible. But I I never saw that happening with my anecdotal evidence of, like, watching gameplay, watching tournament. Well, there, there are, there watching, are those, like, like, numbers, to those of online and i think i don't know if those are drawn from a regular or just ranked or what um i know those are incomplete like they, they are stats and they're whatever but there's not they're not like the best like you know go-to data like marketing people don't use that shit it's not uh whatever like valid for them for yeah. whatever reasons and i would imagine so, that one thing you would have to do is check for every console and then because it might be different yeah, PC like has its own shit. And who knows what the um, fuck is going on on PCs? Yeah, no one knows. Regarding but... characters missing a game, I think sometimes it can be like a breath of fresh air for when they even return. Yeah, I think like yeah. leaving Baraka out of X, we have said many times, helped them. It motivated them to spend more time on Baraka in this game and make him really shine. Uh huh. Like, and... for for example, like, X made me really hate Ermac a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think like, it did that for most of us. Yeah, and so if he returns in the next game, or even the one after it, he's gonna feel like a breath of fresh air because I'm gonna miss him. Look, I really only need two things to like Ermac again. Not be a mummy, and not act like a villain. Just give me fucking deception, man. Just give me that version of Ermac. That's the one everybody I... liked. I just don't want to see his fucking gross corpse face. Yeah. He had a cool mask in this right. game, and you find him in the crypt. Cover his shit up, man. I don't want to see his mouth. Also, <laughs> I feel like he can do without a hooded design, please. I I want the, the wrapped f- head back. Yeah. I'm yeah. tired. I, I never liked the trench coat stuff everybody got crazy for. I was never yes. into that, like, that, that scarecrow-looking concept art that everybody was super into. That they gave to Noob Saibot in this game. Yeah, it looks fine on Noob. Like, I like it on Noob, but I don't think it, well, it's Noob, Ermac Noob at all. Noob makes sense. I don't think um, it's Ermac at all. There's a lot of shit that makes sense on Noob. Noob's kind of a character you can go nutty with. Or yeah. you can keep conservative, and they both kind of work pretty well with him. 
Um, as far as characters go, I've 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 all I've always thought that like man, there shouldn't be a game without a cyborg in it. Yeah, I've um, said that many times. Um, yeah, that, that just seems like something that is a no brainer. I I don't know why that still. A thing that doesn't happen. That's I mean, there are really only two characters from like the MK1 and 2 cast that I really, really think need to sit on the shelf for at least one game, maybe two in a row. And those are Raiden and Kano. Not Sonya? Sonya has her uses. Like, she's kind of an important supporting cast member for Johnny. But I need, I need, like, I, I've never liked the Black Dragon Gang. And I think Kano is a very limited character in terms of what you can do with him in a story. And Raiden, I just, I've, you know, MK4 kind of promised us the dude was gonna retire and pass on the mantle. And this game, again, ends with him passing on the mantle to another person. Like, he had fucking pupils at the end of the game. He's a human now. Yeah. So fucking stop it with the Raiden all the goddamn time. Let him take a fucking nap. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just it's one of those things though. Like I understand, I understand about Raiden because he's another person that is just very popular. People that's not paying attention to story. Here's, here's my question though. Like, okay, so Ra- Raiden is very Raiden is very iconic, but he is. is he actually popular? Do people uh, even I mean, he... play Raiden? <laughs> It's it's a good question. I don't know, but we we don't have that data. We talked about that. Yeah. I wish we did. Raiden is always like one of the characters I pick up like at the last like. Yeah, I've always felt like Raiden's moves are not great, and people never seem to place him high on tiers or talk about him much. And also, he has consistently had the worst fatalities in almost every game. He was really good for a while at MKX. He might still be good at MKX. That dude was, uh, boy. I think um, X is probably the only game where people gave a shit about Raiden at, gameplay wise. I, I think though, like from a like, like I was saying, like the ca- more like casual outsider marketing standpoint, Raiden is I is a uh, yeah. It's is just like Raiden has like a, a Mickey Mouse thing going on for him, where he's one of the logos, kind of. Like, yeah, like that image even of the guy. Even random casuals hat. will recognize that dude. Is like, oh, that's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no one even gave a shit about him in other games, like Injustice. <laughs> Well, let's not talk about injustice. <laughs> That's a different situation. No, we're talking about Raiden. <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, Raiden in Mortal Kombat is, is different than Raiden in Injustice. That's a... Oof. Yeah, yeah like, he did have some cool shit in, in Injustice, though. I need it's that guy to take a shit. He, he had some cool shit in that game. Man, fucking, there was... Sub-Zero had cool classic shit in Injustice he doesn't have in this game. Let's not talk about that. Like Raiden? <laughs> it just fucking makes me salty. Anyway, I, I do think there's merit to the argument of you can't leave out too many of those MK1 and 2 guys. Yeah. I would even say, like, it's not just leaving them out of the roster. Like, now that we have story modes, the biggest complaint with MKX's story was that guys like Sub-Zero were barely in it. Like, the whole story is just the story of Cassie's team and those four characters... <laughs> Nobody really likes them because they stole the spotlight from the guys we've loved for 30 years. Well, saying nobody really likes them, like, listen. I mean, that's a little a little hyperbolic, but a lot of people... It's hard to quantify those things. But yeah, the focus definitely was too much on that situation. Because yeah, like, the time... 
Zero and Scorpion with the Tea Party. Everyone fucking loved that shit. And I yeah. don't I don't feel like I'm being hyperbolic by saying everyone fucking loved that shit. And they, said on the, they did a little bit more of that in this game. I believe they said on the combat cast that they're well aware that, like, everybody's favorite scene in X was the tea party. <laughs> yeah. As it should be. That shit was sick. And uh, Frost getting fucked in that scene was, was sick, too. <laughs> um, I'm, I, and I, that shouldn't go without saying, though. That's weird. Like, yeah, this that's one thing that people should give this game credit for, this story mode over something like X by comparison. This game did. This game story mode did have a lot of fun, like charactery, whatever shit moments in story mode um, that even I enjoyed. Yeah, I, that's that's the one big thing that I've always like of this story. The reason I enjoy it the most, even though it has as many plot holes as Nine did, is because it so much of it emotionally is a love letter to the classic characters. Like it, it treats like Scorpion, Sub Zero, Liu Kang, and Katana very well. Which shouldn't be like a like a big deal, like oh thank God. Yeah, no. You know? <laughs> Come be on, at this man. point, fucking Brian Chard dicked us over for eight years with his version of Lou and Katana, and fucking and like look, there are things Chard did that I appreciate that I think he was better at than Kittleson, but I'm really salty about his versions of Lou and Katana. Clearly. But, but they anyway, were both good uh, in this game, <laughs> it's not a concern anymore. Because it Chronica but, but, erased those timelines. <laughs> and all of them, forever. Um, did, did we answer the... I feel like we kind of answered the question. Yeah, yeah. So the, the next question, um, Iggy asks, uh, are you guys as worried to me about Ed's tweet about Johnny's origin? And if you haven't seen that tweet, um, somebody was talking about being like his ancestors and where the green glow stuff comes from and ed was confused about it and he was his answer was sort of like yeah i guess so and so the the question is do you think he really even pays attention to anything does he know the story of his own game i don't think he does <laughs> no and i mean it's not really that and important i think he doesn't it's need more... to though you know like yeah. it's more important that who's ever is running the story knows it cuz yeah. ed is not sitting there you know, fucking writing out these screenplays and shit. That's not Ed's job. Yeah, like, there is there is that's a story department, and that's their job. And Ed's job is to make sure all the departments are doing their jobs. <laughs> like, I'm he not gonna get solved He's never been Ed the writer. what brain trap is. He's not the overall presentation. He's not sitting there, like, comparing plot details and making sure everything that everything sticks. That was a Tobias thing. That was a Vogel thing. Yeah. It's like, Ed, look, what character has the best Oki game? Like, if he's like, uh... Like, I'm not gonna get pissed about it. It's fine. You don't have to know the the intricacies of each department of your game, and that's that's fine. You, hopefully, like what he does is like check the overall situation. Be like, is this Mortal Kombat? Is this not Mortal Kombat? If something isn't Mortal Kombat, can he identify it and point it out and hopefully fix it? That's kind of what he yeah, does. Ed, I think Ed's job is to be the captain of the bridge. He's not the guy who sits at the helm. Yes. He's I'd the guy who makes sure the he... helmsman is going where they're supposed to be going. <laughs> As involved as he gets with the story is probably he reads the script for story mode and he goes, Yeah, this feels like MK. That's probably it. That's all he needs to do, really. Yeah. And I mean people people give me shit for like not worshipping Ed as a god, basically. <laughs> I've never I've never disliked the guy. Well, I dislike the way he behaves <laughs> on Twitter, certainly. But 
I, you know, I don't have any, like, hard feelings. I just, he's not my favorite of the developers, and he never was, because he's not the guy who works on the art or the writing. That's not to say he's, that I don't like him. He's just not that guy. There are other guys who do that. <laughs> yes. And, so and be here without him. again, that's kind of what good leadership is about. It's not being able to, like, do everything that's going on yourself and be all over everything. It's about being able to pick people that are good and capable of doing each job and making sure that they're doing their job. And that's kind of what Ed does. Yeah. Woo. So okay. next up, Lord Chibis. Even though it's disappointing that there's only 25 characters with the main roster, do you think the combat packs will ease the pain despite what characters <sighs> are on them? Oh, they ease the pain all right. Man, listen, I don't want to... You guys can talk about it if you want. I'm not fucking talking about that. Okay, look. Back anymore. When it comes out, then I'll be happy about it. Until then, <laughs> I don't fucking care. Buckley's tastes awful and it works. You Next know question. what? I'm fine with the roster we have right now. I'm I'm I really we, looking I forward to those cyborg. characters. There are, Shen, there are several specific names there. on the leaked uh, DLC that I am super, super hyped for. But I don't dislike the roster we have right now. Yeah. What we've got is pretty damn spiffy. I want Sector and Cyrax in this game. They look sick. I want to play as them. Well, you'll, they're not in the first nine, so you'll be waiting. <laughs> that's what that fucking shit says, man. But listen, I'm not holding my breath if that's... Uh, 25 is really not that bad of a number. That's a perfectly acceptable starting roster number, I think. I think and obviously I'm still spoiled. salty that Takeda's in this game, but I'm that he's not in this game. But I'm you know, no, the I think the roster is pretty uh it's pretty fair right now. I I'm 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 not gonna be a bitch. I'm not gonna complain about I it. I think it's the people solid. who were just spoiled from nine had twenty eight characters. Yeah, I I mean I still personally think the minimum should be twenty eight. Yeah. It's just that I'm not, like, I have characters I'm playing now. I'm not missing my main or something like that. I'm happy. Because I have, you know, I have Liu Kang and Sub-Zero and Kung Lao and fucking Noob Saibot. I have all these guys to keep me busy until that DLC comes out. I'm not sitting here waiting like someone who maybe doesn't have a main would be. Uh, Sector and Cyrax aside, yeah, I'm pretty happy with the roster as is. I don't need a savior right now. So Zero's fun. He turned out to be a lot more fun than I expected, so I'm good. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying him more than I was at the event, certainly. He seems a lot quicker. He's fun, dude. He hits hard. I, so, I, 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 I like Baraka. <laughs> we know. That's all I lots of people like Baraka. You're not alone. <laughs> Go I online, there's lots of Baraka fans. I don't have smoke, but I've got noob. I've got jade. I've got scarlet. I've got cabal. I've got Shao Kahn. I've got a lot of my favorites in this game. These are good names. I mean, I would love to play Shao Kahn, but I just can't get the fucking skin with the X straps, and it's killing me. Yeah, I can't play Shao Kahn without his fucking real costume, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of waiting on that myself. He's one of the guys I've not seen the ending with too. I'm not the fucking stripper collar thing that he has on his primary is weird to me. So Kella Clutch, question for the other cast: As you guys are the true lore and real fans of Mortal Kombat, <laughs> why thank you. What is your guys' take on a lot of YouTubers making big controversy about things like Katana looking Asian? Why are a lot of people not buying this game and saying things like "Go woke, go broke"? Do you think it's that bad? 
No. Oh, Here's the God. thing about YouTube is you need hits to keep your channel alive. You gotta, you've gotta get attention. You've gotta play on controversy. You've gotta be clickbait. Is basically the summary of it. You have to be clickbait, and clickbait is all about over exaggerating everything. It's either over exaggerating and keep this in fact. I mean, you can apply this to us if you want. Some people out there are actually that stupid. Like, I don't remember the name of the channel. Smokeman, I know that you show this channel uh, off every so often in the chats. Please don't bring it up because it's got publicity. But there's some out there going, you know, fatalities really, you know, um, impact the believability of the game. And I don't think that, like, Johnny Cage should be killing his daughter. And, oh, like, yeah. slows oh, the game down so much. It, and, like, it, it, it breaks the narrative. <laughs> you fucking turd. You idiot. You Neanderthal! Oh my... Believe in what you want. Like, just... If people are asking... People are actually going, go woke, go broke. Like, like diversity is a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Katana's always supposed to have kind of an Asian influence about her. Talisa Soto, for fuck's sake. Well, Talisa's uh, Latino. <laughs> well, Latino. But, you know, thing is, she's not white. Yeah, she's no... She's never been white. I, she is supposed to look kind of exotic, yes. Exotic. And, and honestly, I think... Look, I wasn't exotic. entirely <laughs> on board for uh, an Asian katana at first, but her face in this game is fucking gorgeous. Like, this is the best katana has ever looked, facially. She looks like MK4 slash gold katana. I've been saying this since we first saw her. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm actually really happy with that face. People who are pissed off at this need to go do some MK history. She's not Caitlyn Zamiar, but Katana has looked like this before. Shut the fuck up. God, I hate people. All right. Red Red 8899. If there isn't a second combat pack, you doubt that there will only be one, who do you like as DLC besides Shang Tsung, who was recently revealed? Oh, God. I mean, I love my Fujin. Uh, I mean, are we going to pretend we don't know the first nine <laughs> maybe maybe brad's been a little bit behind the times but uh this this was this was from april this was before the dlc leaked was it okay. yeah listen fucking fujin was on this list it's not real until it's in the game I don't <laughs> care. Wrong. I don't you gotta read the intros man i don't i read every fucking intro i don't care what they made those temps write for free and put in the game like it corresponds no. with intros that are in the base oh that's really hard to do and they could have changed their mind anyway they probably did with all this time they're taking to do shit they're like you know what fuck shiva we don't want her we're gonna put in another cyrax you know what the 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 process of keeping your expectations low so you can't be disappointed, I 100% understand. So I'm I've been not burned gonna, by Fujin before, sir. I'm not going to talk down to you Several. for that. If this, game, game, if this but, leak came from 4chan, the logic of, oh, Fujin's on it, it's wrong. Dude, it's there's 4chan, logical. and like right above 4chan is the Switch. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to answer the actual question, other than the characters we already know, or or believe have leaked, who would you guys say you want still? Um, I'm a I'm a fucking weirdo, so I say Drummond and Moloch. Really, and Moloch? <laughs> yes, 
As a tag team or as individual characters? Individuals. Dromok. <laughs> what are you? Molman. What? <laughs> Molman. Molman wants to be DLC. Pay <laughs> money for Molman. Happy accidents. I like it. Okay. I mean, you know who I want. That's not even a question. I mean, he's I on my take... list too. That's De- Smoke is my first fucking pick, obviously. I would also take Reiko. Like some of the rumors I've been throwing his name around. Yeah, yeah. The rumor Reiko and Serena are rumored. Um, well, that's would from... you like Serena back? Would you? Really, man? <laughs> <laughs> See, you asked me that Serena question. <laughs> If Serena is DLC, there's no chance that they can ruin her like Frost. <laughs> Look, Cyber Serena, they won't. I don't think they'll do that. Not necessarily Cyber Serena. They just won't go all the way like they should. Now, listen, Cyber Serena. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. Here's the thing. I still think Frost is okay. <laughs> Serena's moves were generic as fucking Armageddon, and I still fucking loved her. So <laughs> it takes a lot to make me regret. When it comes to this particular waifu, <laughs> just maybe don't have her throwing her head at you. And yeah, as long as she's not that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, I want I want Takeda really bad in this game. I, I want him a lot. You know, I wouldn't mind Takeda. I, 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 I take Takeda him back a lot. I don't want to come back in his DLC. Yeah, but Takeda's um, the good one. Yeah, he's the okay one. <laughs> He is the, and I could, like, the best of the four. Yeah. Wherever that, that bar is for your own personal scale, as low as it may be, he is the best of the four. It, 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 that is just objective. <laughs> and I could leave I could leave his fucking mask on him all the time. They can't take the mask off of him. And I can do whatever I want. That would just See, be that, that 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 is not tight. That skull mask looks stupid. I wasn't a fan <laughs> of the skull mask either. <laughs> It's My not Aaron the fact Black that it's the skull mask, him. even though I do kind of like that the skull mask uh, reminds me of Scorpion's old skull mask day. Well, Why the fuck is the shit go with it? Sure. Um, but the fact that, no, he's a fucking ninja and I want my ninjas wearing masks. Yeah, but masks go with hoods, though. Like, I'm not this kind game of a hair out in a mask like you are. Fucks that up. I don't know. I like Smoke's thing, uh, MK9, a lot. I like his hair. Well, we all know the how hair. I feel about MK9 Smoke. Well, the hair would look definitely better in this engine, so... Well, yeah, like, the fucking... Come on. If you've taken a look at the uh, the assist icons that our uh, good buddy Judge dredged up, like, oh, you, yeah. you zoom in on Smoke's, it's swept back now. Well, here's my thing about uh, Smoke with his hair out is... So he's in story mode, the hair out costume was what he wore during the invasion. It was the equivalent of Sub-Zero going unmasked and having the scar in 3. Yes. I feel that if you're going to do that, go all the way and have Smoke unmasked. That was the big disappointment for me, was I want to see the Smoke who does what Sub-Zero did and went, okay, I've left the clan, I'm not a ninja anymore, I'm just gonna wear fucking suspenders <laughs> but that razor that's what he did he let his hair out he did let his hair down it was tight Except yeah well i just from the nose down out. keep it going that's the point i'm trying to make it wasn't very special considering that sector and cyrax had their hair out in mk1 yeah right like sector and cyrax need masks um, I, I appreciate seeing their faces 
but they need masks too. Like there should be options. <laughs> Something about Sector's face kind of disturbs me. I feel like his face should be mostly covered to emphasize the soullessness of him. Mm. Don't humanize the guy as yeah, much as You know as what? He should have had, like, a welding mask to go with the flamethrowers or something like that. Yeah. yeah that would be cool. Um, but, yeah, DLC. Fucking Takeda and also maybe a cyborg. Definitely a cyborg. cyborg. And I've said it before. Cyborg I really do feel like Rain deserved to be in this game. Not one of my favorites, but... He should be around. Oh, it's funny. Uh, like that little like combat, like the like menu card, like that looks completely different in the in the actual game. Like pre-release, they purposely made it look like rain. <laughs> you mean the um the traveler? Yeah, he the, is the, less purple the, now. <laughs> yeah, Cryptcode on the fucking menu thing. Like he looks less purple. Yeah, less, less purple and gold. Yeah. Do you want the Traveler's DLC, guys? No. Yeah. Fuck I'm that. Right Give me him. <laughs> Depends on what his moves are. If it's the spear, the hammer, and some Kenshi shit, no thank you. <laughs> what if he takes off his mask and it's just Shujinko? We've actually That's seen it. what he looks like with his mask off. He's just kind of I mean... a... He looks like the most regular guy. Like, he has no chin. Like, he's one of those kind of guys. Like, really just like a middle-aged schlub-looking dude. Aww. And he's vaguely Latino. He's Hornbuckle, dude. <laughs> he's gonna be Hornbuckle. All right. Kelly Clutch also asks us, will we make a small movie for fans and people wanting to get into the MK franchise, explaining all the lore and canon of both past and present timelines just to recap? Whoa. Reasoning for this is because a lot of people just seem to talk about MK9 and disregard everything before that game, and it bothers me a little bit. Well. Us making movies like... Editing something with moving footage is a bit beyond our skill sets. Do you want us like to act it out? Get costumes? <laughs> like, I've been working on a chronology of the original timeline for a really, really long time now. If if, so this, at this point. if my copy of Sony Vegas still worked, I mean, I'd be down to do <laughs> it. Imagining someone like you know, mythology's cutscenes. <laughs> Maybe one day. When Shad and I are older men, with perhaps more money in our bank accounts, we could <laughs> be in the same city one day and film some really dumb shit. <laughs> you can just blue screen it, though, man. It's come a long way. You can blue screen shit on your home computers all you uh, want. It looks pretty decent. Well, I think, That's a I lot think of effort. Movie, I think you just put, like, YouTube <laughs> video, like, in, like a video essay of some sort, just yeah. putting clips together not, with uh, narration. I think that's why we have stuck so so tightly to the podcast format, despite the fact that we upload to YouTube and people are like, I, I want footage. I want to see your faces. I don't want to look at a thumbnail for two hours. Like, we do get yeah. comments like that, and it's like, look, bro, this is the best I can do for you. We're not good at it. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're, not, we're, we're not good YouTubers. No. Who watches podcasts? They're things. for listening. We're a podcast <laughs> that is on YouTube. There's an argument to be made that we're doing it wrong. Yeah. This ain't fucking Joe Rogan. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you here for? We're pod tubing, all right? It's fine. We don't live Tube. in the same we're state. <laughs> like, fucking Django's from Arkansas. I'm from Pennsylvania, and Shad is Canadian. It's a problem. It's Look, a thing. One of these days, I'll get my chronology out there, and you'll have, like, a really involved timeline of things with footnotes and. You know, references and shit, and 
people will have a lot of fun with it. I plan to do one for the old timeline, one for the new. But that could take years. I do work on it a little bit every month. When I have the time and when I feel in the, really in that MK mood. I think that's the best you're going to get out of me. Yeah. I guess I could do what I did with that lore trailer and like do like a pop-up video type situation <laughs> where I'm just watching shit and like, oh, fucking, you know, here's a Hello Cool J with whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it was tight. All right. Chameleon asks us, so no. what do we think of the arcade room stage? Have we seen it? I oh. personally think it's great. I've seen well, it. I shat all over it like a dunce before the game came out. Because I was like, breaking the fourth wall, more of this Capcom arena shit, and it's yeah, like it is very appealing. Capcom-y as an idea. And it's like, it's appealing to the FGC crowd, it's like, oh god, now I'm seeing like icons and advertisements for the company in the game again. Now it's like, but you know what? You know what? Actually going in there and playing it, and it's got a remix of Techno Syndrome, and it's pretty fun. So I'll eat shit on that one and say I regret everything that I said. And what you know, I like it, about it is that it's, it's a lot of fun. All I of the it. arcade machines in the background are for games that did not have arcade releases. Yeah, yeah that's that's my favorite part. Could you actually imagine standing there and playing all of Shaolin Monks in an arcade? Yeah, that would be uh, a lot of quarters. <laughs> yes, you like time. I think even the arcade, like, the arcade machines have, like, little, like, videos, like, attract yeah, the games. It plays a yeah. little bit of the Shaolin Monks intro <laughs> on the screen. Which is one of the best parts. Yeah. Now, my favorite thing is because they did that stage, they also were able to bring the arcade drop back for Lou as a brutality. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I love the brutalities of this game. They're going all out with the dumb shit from MK3. Well, yeah, that's, like that's Jade, the thing. Like, Stick, we, Kato's skeleton rip. We have said so many times that brutalities, the great thing about them is how much they remind us of the fatalities from the arcade days because they have the same camera angle and they're very quick. And now they're, like, taking that advice and they're going, yeah, let's just make them the fatalities from the old games. <laughs> Toasty's a brutality it, now. Cabal's phase is a brutality now. Katana's kiss is a fatality, a brutality now. And there's good new ones too. It's not just uh, it's not just recycling. Although that was a good idea. I'm glad they did that. Uh, like fucking Sub Zero's one where you do the ice wall after a slide, the enhanced, and then chop their head off with the oh, axe. Yeah. So, so my favorite Sub Zero one is on his throw where he uppercuts you into the ceiling spikes. Oh fuck yeah! If you hold too. down. They fall off the spikes. <laughs> oh wait, that's actually in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fucking sick. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I want the stage, but that's pretty fucking. I like how sick. Lou has two classic brutalities. He's got the arcade drop and the MK one. Well, the MK one is his fatality. Well, yeah, he's also got a brutality with the MK one. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's awesome. I, so I need nice. to get. <laughs> Alright. I think if you gotta do his character tower, like the second level. Well I have, so Oh well you got it then. Yeah. I just it it's probably on a move that I don't usually equip. Little Papa asks us. No, it's just for the forward throw. Oh it is? Hmm. Yep. What you gotta do is like the directional <laughs> thing, you gotta like do down, back, up, forward. Oh yeah. But you but you can just do the analog stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'll check that out later then. 
All right, Little Pup asks us, well, he asked us two questions. Number one was, are there any specific things we do or don't want to see in the MK11 story? What I didn't want to see them do was fuck up the story further. And for the, to their credit, I don't think that they did. I mean, nah. I don't know that it's possible to fuck it up further after 9. Like, once you break something, it can't really get more broken. Like, it's a, a black and white condition. It, I something think is either patched... broken or it's not. <laughs> I think that they patched the vase up pretty well with this game, with the respect that they showed a lot of the characters. Uh, I, I, think... would, I would not say they patched up the base, but I would say that they did respect the characters, so... <laughs> they, they do respect the characters, but I think everything with the gods is awful, and the whole thing of, oh, uh, it... it it's make up your own timeline or fucking whatever. Yeah, it... Like it's, it's very much an excuse... And laziness to me. Kittleson out there saying your head cannon counts now because it was a timeline in Chronica Rewound it. <laughs> it's that's so lame. And saying like, like oh, there's even like timeline uh timelines between nine and X. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's just that's don't... their explanation for stuff like Cabal uh being retconned is one one of Chronica's restarts happened between these games. <laughs> I just don't care. It's public acknowledgement that they can't stop fucking up their story and now they're going to just go reboot it in the future. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what that's I mean. Like, our bar is so low now. Like, we're no longer expecting, like... I feel like... I, I feel like by, by doing this, anyone with a point that the story is not what it used to be that point's kind of been proven now. Yeah, I... There was a point where Mortal Kombat was, like, I would say, the best a video game could tell a story. And now we're at the point where it's just like any other fighting game. It's it's popcorn. It's a McDonald's hamburger. It's not filet mignon. And well... it, it can never go back once it's... Uh, not without a, like, a complete, like, studio head change. Like, if some completely other different people were making a completely fresh reboot with the Mortal Kombat IP that was not connected to any previous game, I mean, I think we would be able to separate the two versions of MK in our minds and give the new one a chance at telling uh, its own serious story. But we're not. That's not what we have right now. So, I would. I mean, say, as, as a as a Big Mac, it's a pretty good Big Mac. <laughs> I would say that I would apply the argument that MK was probably at one point the best that fighting games got. I don't know. Stories. I there is a lot of games out there that have some incredible shit going on, but I don't want to start comparing things. Fair enough. But I'll agree with you up to that point. Now, as far as all the Greek mythology and the Titan things, I, at this point, it's the end, and I just don't care. I feel like it's going to be an abandoned plotline. So I'm just content that they wrapped up what they wrapped up in a more or less satisfactory fashion. I think there's some good DLC still to come. So I like the end of that. Mortal Kombat. Personally, uh, of like any and all timelines, the end of it is Greek. When the Greek shit comes, like, this is it. We're done. We have to do a reboot after this. <laughs> he also asks us, 
If NRS were to have a stage pack of three returning stages, what oh, would shit. you choose? Oh, oh my god. Uh, uh, dead, that Deadpool that's in the flashbacks. Yeah, the fucking uh, the Deadpool, the Warrior Shrine, and either the Subway or the Armageddon. Well, you know what? There was Give one the in there that was too. the Soul NATO from Deadly Alliance. I'd really like Give that. Give me it. I would take Blaze's Pyramid, because <laughs> I really like that one. Yeah. Um... Still a sucker for the combat tomb. Oh yeah, like if if we're not st- just sticking to the ones that were already in that flashback. Yeah, uh, that montage the combat of tomb. Blue and Raiden. Yeah. The combat tomb and the portal are still two of my all-time favorite stages ever. Yeah. I want a proper rooftop. Yeah, a proper rooftop would be real fucking nice, wouldn't it? With the castle in the back and the portal in the sky over top. Well, you know, whatever. My third would probably be probably be Portal as well, but I'm still also a sucker for the Pit Three. We haven't seen the Pit Three in a real long time. We probably never will ever again. It's been a while. I think they've just abandoned it. I right? want to hear that. Give me the Warrior Shrine. <laughs> Give me it. I think the chances of a Warrior Shrine, considering the crypt, are actually pretty goddamn good. It better be. God damn it! It's like fucking just do it. I want it. it I think they're only just gonna do good, the damn yeah. pool. Like. I want it. Like, the the Deadpool is so much extra detail than all the other ones. Yeah, they completely redesigned the Deadpool. Like, there's, like, a statue of, like, some guy with a fucked up tentacle beard. Well, yeah, like, like, so so the original MK2 Deadpool did have statues, but they were in the corners along the doors. Now it's, like, in the middle of the room, and there's, like... It's, like, multi-layered in the background, like Goro's layer. There are passages and stuff, you can see. Yeah, there's, like... There's, like, other Deadpools behind the statues, and, like, the floor has, like, gridded shadows on it, like... All that ass has gotta go somewhere. Uh, How would you guys feel if they did the Warrior Shrine, but it was like it was in the story mode? It's, It's like an extension, so it looks more like Shang Tsung's Island Ruins in this game, but it's the Warrior Shrine section of the island. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way it looks in this game. I have no complaints. Well, that. Wait, the, which one? Fight. The story mode one is different than the one in the crypt. Well, the, 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 the story yeah, mode the one, one, so you see the story mode one when uh, Jax and Jackie are walking <clears> in <throat> and there's like two rows of statues and they're the same statues, like just flips. Yes. But yes. you also see it again in the montage of all the times Lewis fought Raiden in history. And that one is perfectly good. I like it the way it looks. What's to complain to about? I'm going to need to look at that very I mean, listen, I'm going to be happy with any Warriors Shrine. I'm going to be fucking... Yeah, just just give me... Just give me one. Just give me a line of seven MK1 characters as statues, man. Just put me in front of it. <laughs> That's just all I ask. Do it. And like... Yeah, like Clutch asks us once again. If we were to choose which of the characters would have children, whose kid would you like to see besides Jackie or Cassie? I mean, what? I don't want to see any more kids, to be honest. Uh, I would take a reptile chameleon baby, but I think that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I obviously, uh, I think, not that I, I want really, this yep. character, but I want it for Sub Zero, the development. I want him to have a kid with Serena. Especially, like the kid would be half demon and would have some cool powers from that too. So, yeah. 
He's gonna have to wrestle her away from that handsome devil named Cabal, though, you know that. I bet Serena doesn't even know Cabal, it's just that all the times the Revenant has, like, been fighting against her rebellion, he's just over there like, yeah, that chick is hot. I wish yeah. I wish she was mine. I, I don't know why, but <laughs> Cabal's ending is one of my favorite fucking things so far. It's so totally stupid. I, it's, it's, it's acknowledgement that this character is a duck-billed platypus, and I, I, I kind of in love with it. Yeah. But I, I just, it, it, it's very amusing to me to imagine that it is a completely one-sided relationship, that he has a crush on her, and she has no idea who he is. <laughs> like, you know what, actually, this is something I meant to bring up. Cabal's ending specifically, just, the way it kind of makes me throw my hands up in the air, you know? We've been spending so many years going, you know, whatever happened to the guy that wanted to be a vigilante? Yeah, so... You know... That's... John Kittleson clearly has a different idea of who Cabal is in his head than literally every Cabal fan ever does. And that's disappointing. Because <laughs> no, like... this, this constantly seeing Cabal as a bad guy when the MK3 Cabal is the one we really want is... Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, though, while I still wish he would be all vigilante, dark brooding Batman-esque cabal, like MK3 hinted at. You know, between the lunacy of, of, of his ending in this game, the MK3 vigilante thing, um, the deception heel turn, I'm kind of starting to think that maybe Cabal's character should be wakes up and has a different personality every day because he's just nuts. So the Joker. <laughs> No, not really. The Grant really. Morrison version of the Joker. That's what you're describing. Not really. No, no. I can see it. No, I, thank you. I, there's some I interesting just, shit they can do there. Today, I'm just going to kick a puppy down a street for five blocks. Then I'm going to go Then I'm gonna go donate $10,000 to a local charity. That's see, what I'm starting to think the cabal is like. To me, if you were to lean into the crash like that, that's the same as creating Kronika. That's being meta. And going meta is the death kind of, of suspension of disbelief. Look, the guy has a spooky face, hook swords, breathes through a respirator. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you that he's the duck-billed Summons fires lasers out of his mask. He was always a train wreck. But he was a train wreck I could believe in in MK3 because a guy who looks that fucked up, he's basically the Phantom of the Opera. I, but yes. like a modern technological take on it. I guess at this point I've just kind of thrown up my hands, you know, it's like, you know, nothing about him surprises me anymore. I'd like some consistency. I'd like to go all the way back to what MK3 said that he should have been. But I don't expect it'll ever happen again. I mean, obviously anyway. the cabal in this game is before he got burned. And that is an experience that would change a person. So it makes sense that he's not that guy. I just think he's nuts. All right. Liam6783. Is it just me or does Shao Kahn look a little bit like gold Skeletor from the end of Masters of the Universe? Oh, I've been saying that since we saw that skin. It's amazing. Well, <laughs> it's fucking perfect. He also asks us, what are our thoughts generally on previously unplayable boss characters coming back as regular characters? Is it a good idea or does it water them down too much? Uh, I really like being able to play as Shao Kahn. 
I'm actually not a huge fan of unplayable bosses, actually. Like, I never really have been. I, I, I really think it. I really think I'm, that Goro, Kintaro, and Shao Kahn should have been playable in 9. They really should have been. Because then you can develop them. You can give them, like, their own bios and endings, man. <laughs> it doesn't water them down, but it always does seem like a struggle to make them effective fighters on par with the rest of the cast. Well, I, I felt like, Goro was I mean, fine I mean, in, in terms X. Of... I didn't think he was, like, as trash as everybody said. And now people are saying that Shao Kahn is trash. Eh, so, fuck those let's people. Let's see where that lies at fuck the end of all the patches. So, they can eat shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm concerned because I want Shao Kahn to be good. But I can see where that concern comes from. Because I, I, um, I remember just a couple months ago, Temp picked up MKX Goro after years of everybody saying he was uh, shit tier and was like, yo, this character is actually really good. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Um, I fought it. It wasn't fun. Shit with, like, like Goro is a good example because nice. I've always felt like Goro, in my head, can I, we talked about this. We had the same question on the Warriors Shrine. We did it yesterday. Uh, and I said, Goro, to me, has always felt like he should be, like, the second best fucking Mortal Kombat universe. And we never really got the chance to see that that much. Especially as a boss, because he's just like, brr, I'm a big dude. Yeah, the thing on. about a boss is they only ever have one fight in the entire story and they lose it. Uh, and then that's especially for a character like Goro, who's like canon. He won a lot of fights. Yeah, like a five hundred year undefeated streak. We don't really feel that because we didn't exploring see his move set. Yeah, exploring his move set, seeing what he's about, and seeing how that works and how that played out would have been really, 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 really cool. Um, and he, yeah, he he was cool in X. X was like the first time I felt they kind of started to do a little bit of that. But uh, it would have been fun to do more. And that's another thing with bosses. Especially, but Goro is special though because and I love the canon of him winning. So there much. are there are things that have devalued characters who are supposed to be bosses. Like Shao Kahn has been weakened in various games, including this one. But that's not a gameplay mechanic. That's just how you treat them in the story. Like Kotal Kahn beating Shao Kahn in the arena, it in like s- s- chapter two of this thing was just as much trash as Kung Jin beating Kotal in the last game. You're trying to I mean, make a guy look big and strong, don't have him fucking lose. They, oh, should Shaolin have a history of beating Khans in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, but Kung Jin seems, is like the jobber of the Kung family tree. He seems that way, yeah, but I mean, they didn't really... I don't think that was earned very well. We didn't think here, here's the much. thing Which about the Kung issue. family, actually, is like, their legacy is losing. The great Kung Lao's, the most famous thing he ever did was lose. Uh, Liu Kang the is the chosen though. one. Great Kung no Lao was not the chosen one. No one ever talks about, like, <laughs> the, about all the victories he had against Shang. Yeah, he did maybe good Shang's work. not as good as we think. Because <laughs> um, why is Shang the boss, then, and Goro the sub-boss, if it's harder to beat Goro than it is to beat Shang? Is <laughs> It is weird, but it's also important to keep in mind. Fucking Shao Kahn is a jobber. He's always been a jobber. He loses in every game he's in because he's lost. You know, to me, I actually I really like the be. way that uh, like Shao Kahn should be the strongest guy. Should we're using the should word there? But like in practice, he's a fucking jobber. Yeah, uh, and I mean, yeah, like, bosses... how many confirmed kills does he have? Like in canon as well. Like obviously, he's I, I mean, are we talking about NPCs or just the main cast? Because if it's just the main cast, then main, Kung main Lao characters. is the only guy he's ever killed. Name characters, yeah. Yeah, it's just Kung Lao's the only one. 
so fuck you, Shao Kahn. You're a jobber too. You and Aaron Black. Also, six billion NPCs. But anyway, yeah, that's, like, that's the like thing. Aaron. Like, if we're counting NPCs, it's entire worlds of people at once. Like, who knows how many people fucking Goro? He killed that guy in every intro he had in Mortal Kombat. He's killed people for fun all the time. Rips them in half. Right? Yeah. Tyranex two thousand asks us, "What endings would we like to see from MKX be canon in eleven? That. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, I actually there's um... a. There's a chance Ermax might be, depending on what they yeah, do. Yeah, there is that. That's the one. That's the one. Other but than I, I think, can't really I think, think of a anything. Lot of us, a lot of us wished that they would have done something with the idea of Dark Raiden trying to invade Outworld and Kotal Khan's side being the good guys in a Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah, it would have been really, really nice. A lot of us wanted to see that, and they did not do it. Well, remember... Everything's canon somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that timeline happened, but Kronika rewound it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to have that one. <laughs> Maybe All right. that was the barefoot. She movie. didn't like it. Aim Dopeness asks us, Question is, after seeing the launch trail and more interesting NPCs, who are two characters we'd really like to see in story mode role? Well... I do want some. I do want Shang's Island DLC to be basically a thing that happens. So because you're none of that is traveler. explained very well. You're saying you want play? No, traveler. no, no. Like, I want, I want the in-game explanation for why Shang's Island is like that. Oh yeah, that. So and I want Shang to be out of those two people, person A, and for person B, I guess it'd be nice if I. Takeda, of course. Where, I mean, maybe. If where he is is classified, that might be it. What I would like to know what the fuck actually happened to Reptile. I I mean, Reptile's just sitting at the fucking palace waiting for Kotal to come give him work. <laughs> <sighs> maybe. He's, he's like, Yo, where is everybody? The boss room. went out to the arena and never came home. <laughs> I mean, he, he's in the game. He's just invisible. <laughs> yeah. Are you mm -hmm. saying he's infringing on the Great Chameleon's territory? <laughs> yes. The Great Chameleon. <laughs> yeah. I am more apt to give Chameleon that title now than I am Kung Lao. That's how low Kung Lao's fallen in my esteem. <sighs> All right. Anyone else? Um... I mean, obviously, Sector and Cyrax. <laughs> fucking well, yeah. yeah. They did have that they fucking look so though. good. They look so fucking good, man. I think we need some adjustments to up their combat. Sector yeah. with that with those dreads over his shoulders and shit, man. I want to fucking play that shit right those, now. Those are really cool designs. I am I am super happy with beefy tank Cyrax. Sector mm. was like the slickest dressed, like auto bomb I've ever seen. <laughs> He had a fucking alternate I, costume in story mode. Give me this character. I cannot it's just wait. just a recolor. It's just a shader. I it know is. what it is, and he had one. I want it. <laughs> I can't wait till we, till we do that story commentary, because Sector being turned into a bomb made me laugh so much. Yeah, Kano's a dick. <laughs> Funny as shit. And people say they don't want Kano back. This is why I want Kano back. Because he'll shit kill like off that. guys I like? <laughs> I love Sector. But shit, that was funny. I mean, it was kind of funny, but it it was I mean, 
it know, wasn't the real. Always it was self-destructive. It was time displaced Sector anyway, so it doesn't really ha- have any um, gravitas to the fact that he died. It was Cyrax fun. didn't die. That's what's important. No, Cyrax totally died. He fell over when he pulled the plug. He <laughs> fell over, and Sub Zero said he's bringing him back. That he, counts. He as said a fucking... he's bringing him. He's going to resurrect him in a human body. Was what Sub Zero promised to do. Sub Zero's nah. bringing him back, motherfucker. Right. Given that everything is Cannon Razor in the old timeline, everything is. I mean, canon. the new timeline. The other time, everything. The new new Keep timeline. The the twenty third timeline, because Chronica the, erased the twenty second and the twenty first. The, the the Liu Kang <laughs> timeline of the future that's going to be. Oh, that new. one. The one we don't that have one. yet. Yeah, that one. Given that everything is canon, including head cannon razor, <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. That entire conversation between Sub Zero and Cyrax. Yeah. I want you to picture that Cyrax is spoke and tell me how you feel. See, that's my problem with Cyrax. Yeah. He smokes shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching that and I'm like, man, what a world this would be. See, this it's not even... Of, like, th- this would just validate the entire automation of smoke if I'd gotten to see shit like Dude, that. Dude, yeah, like, that's, that's my problem. Like, Cyrax was a completely different character in the old timeline. He was, was never the guy who's like, I can't live like this, I'm gonna commit suicide. That's a smoke thing to do. Cyrax is the guy who joins the special forces and makes being a cyborg work for him. If, uh, I want that Cyrax if, back, and I want smoke. I do too. I want that Cyrax. Come here. I'm gonna give if you. If they're gonna hug. do that shit with smoke, though, like they should at least do something new with smoke. If they're giving his old shit away and do like whatever, just do something. Yeah, that, with that was the do other something. thing. They they gave his old shit away so we could have a human smoke, and then they did nothing with that smoke. And then we don't have anything with this new shit, so uh. it's a lose lose. Why? Why the fuck wasn't he an X? For fuck's sakes! Uh. Oh shit, guys! I've killed Baraka fifty times. And the stick. <laughs> You're not the only one. You bastard. Mm, congratulations on your severed head collection. That's two down. Every <laughs> character in Mortal Kombat history has killed Baraka. All right. Times. Uh, Sha- Baraka. Shaolin Drunks. How do we feel about Elder God Liu Kang? It's okay. I think it's a cool design. I wish, it still looks I like wish to me. the skin had the lightning effects that you get in story mode. Like when yeah. you play as it. That, that that would have been. That seems to be a common complaint. I don't have that because I don't know. I I, I think that that's the end uh, gauntlet reward. Is that yeah? Skin? It's for gauntlet thirty. You get that skin. So it's don't the equivalent. Real, but... It's like it's remember how the challenge tower nine the big reward was the naked Melina. Yeah. Except yeah. this time it's a skin that doesn't suck. <laughs> a skin that people would actually want to see. Yeah. Like you're gone. I... The only reason I beat this was to get that skin, whereas the only reason I played the Challenge Tower was I actually enjoyed the Challenge Tower, and I didn't give a fuck about that Melina skin. It's a completely the opposite thing. I think this is very fair, said Ermac against three Goros. That skin is still the funniest shit. Makes me wonder what they're going to do with Fujin if he actually is DLC. Uh, okay, I, I want the crossbow, the thought, man. With all the thought that they put into like all those DLC lines about... Fujin being a fan of Johnny Cage's movies, there's no way they're not going to not let that happen. There's, they, they just, they can't. They can't take that. Well, at, at this point, but, I just but, hope but, Fujin but, has a good design because, like, I thought he looked amazing in X, and I hope they don't like 
change him too much. I don't want that, like, loose, floppy hair from Armageddon at all. That would really piss me off. I really don't have any problems with the designs in this game. I love Sub's hat. I think it depends on the character, but I like them better than I did at first. Um, I, I Man, that god Luke Kang skin to me just really looks like a Fujin shit. And it's mostly because the white hair, white eyes, and the headband shit going on looks a little Fujin-y. Uh, I mean, and some of the shit on his arms, tattoos looks a little... Everything with Frost, I don't like. Yeah, no, I hate Frost. Every every iteration, like, cause cause there's nothing, there's no options that aren't cyborgs. There's no classic well, Frost anywhere in there. Cause they have her throwing her fucking head at you. You can't. Yeah, but you can still put that. the clothes on her for fuck's sake, just to give that her this one little really thing. It doesn't weird. need to Listen, be canon. Look, I want that shit to be. Is, but I don't want to be a ninja that throws his head around, but he's a normal person. That's weird. There are a lot of things I've noticed about gear and items being available and skins, where I'm more. I'm, I'm more certain than than not that there are multiple skin packs coming down the line. That would be that, some some nice shit. I am really looking that, forward to costume DLC. Like you can make. Kung Lao MK2-ish. You can have uh, the kanji on his back, you can have yeah, the black I've outfit, that, but, but like... he's not wearing the blue pants ever. Yeah. So they're deliberately withholding a lot of stuff like that. I don't think they're deliberately holding that kind of stuff. I think with that, it's just what you get is what you get. Deal. Uh, well, I, think, I think they're using the DLC for more shit like red sun scarlet no we've already seen there are uh there's a <clears throat> there was a scorpion shown in our discord that's not in the game wasn't that the collector's edition yeah, does okay so i have the collector's edition i didn't get any skins with it except ninja mime johnny no that's the premium <coughs> do you have the giant golden head oh the 300 that comes one? with skins that comes with one skin, and it's that not is, that impressive. That's the it's, one. It's Fuck just me. the... Where are we getting it, though? Like, they eventually release uh, that stuff for everybody. Yeah. As a matter of fact, for those of you playing MKX right now, I do believe that the Gold Scorpion is free now. If for some reason you don't feel like upgrading to 11. Yeah, yeah, I saw that uh, last week. All of the, um... All of those, like, action figure-looking skins were finally available. <laughs> All right, I... <sighs> fuck! I had a thought. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> and it's gone. Oh, I I remember the the, the collector's edition skin isn't that special. It's just the it's just like the the pseudo classic scorpion with the base head. Yeah, like but, it's nothing special. But I want it because I like I like the hood on the primary, but I don't like all the red parts. So I want a skin that has the hood, but without the red parts, and that's what that skin is. I want it. I guess. And it Give it time, of, you'll get it. And you can, like, maybe kind of squint and get the Shaolin Monks Scorpion, like, in-game with the color scheme, kind of. Yeah. I feel like to do that better once the UMK3 costume eventually arrives. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, right now, the game does have a really good Scorpion. I like the one with the flames on the tunic. I think that really? looks... Really? Yeah, really? I think it looks awesome. 
hot rod scorpion? Well, you don't need it with red. Like, those shaders are shit, but the base black and yellow looks great. Uh, I have that one. It's okay. It's not that. How did you get it? it? I really like... I don't remember. Fucking useless. (laughs) Every time I I see someone unlock something that I want and I ask them how did they get it, they always respond with, I don't remember. And it bothers me. Well, Well, yeah, that's this um, game in a nutshell. It just throws shit at you and you're not like... Because it's all random. It's all fucking randomized. (laughs) There's a a, a good amount of that. Um, That's what they want. I do like... (sighs) I, I like subs uh, primary in this game. When you switch the color scheme to make it like a lighter, it gets rid of the white parts on his vest, which I like. Um, I'm really happy with that one. All right. The hat's sick I, and fucking... What, what's that, pissing also, me off about the Sub-Zero time. skins is that I uh-huh. can't get just the base blue classic one with the little Lin Kuei logo on the... I keep getting the versions with stripes. Uh, Yeah, I don't like those. I don't and know. the ones with the weird Fucking... squared whatever. It's like, no, I don't like any of that shit. I just want the one with the medallion, man. Just yeah. stop not giving it to me. <laughs> Give it some time. You'll get an MK2 retro soon enough, along with the Scorpion Twisty Fatality. Oh, I'm, I'm sure Spider-Man. there will be many retro ninjas. All that's, that's going to happen. God, I hope so. All right, so I'm going to do one more one, and then we're going to sign off for the night because it's now midnight my time, and i got to get my arse to bed. Yeah. Let's do it. yeah, yeah, we've been we've out been of going a while. for a little while now. Actually, this okay. This last one is actually not that much, not so much question says House of James, but an appreciation shout out for the cast. <gasps> I've been a fan of MK for many years, love the series, but after discovering this podcast and this Discord group, it is great to know that there are other fans who appreciate and love the lore and gameplay of MK. Hoping to hear more from the MK series in the future, and hoping to see you guys grow more and more every day. Many thanks. Aww. Oh, that, that's very yeah. sweet. Thank you. I hope to see you more and more, sir. <laughs> house of James, I love you, and hope that your house is full of James now and forever. Absolutely. May may it always belong to James. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that'll be it for the time being. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hope that uh, MK11 continues to be kind to you all. I'm still having problems despite all the. Ugh, development, developer team controversy. It's a mighty fine game, and you know, we're not done. We have so much to talk about once uh, fucking Shang Tsung rolls around. I think that we're all kind of like maybe, maybe I'm speaking for myself here, but I don't know. I'm on like tender hooks waiting for Kari Hirokitagawa Shang Tsung to drop. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that to happen. I think about it daily. We are all. And I fucking. We are I hope that he's an announcer, that, too. Sir. I need that shit. Oh, that's the question, isn't it? Yes. I need that announcer. Carry announcer in this game, please. I, yes, um, I, I announcers, need that. Uh, I, the Johnny Cage announcer stuff, like, leaked on the internet? Is that not actually in the game? Like, is it going to be DLC to actually use it? <laughs> yeah, Apparently, I saw that, but I don't know. I don't this know is the news story. to me. Elaborate. I mean, you can find, like, the audio of him saying everybody's names on the select screen, and he gives huh. people nicknames, and it's hilarious, so... Oh my god, If you yes. haven't heard that, look for it. It's somewhere on... I'm gonna go Somebody will post up. it, I'm sure. Operators, help us out. Make it. Please. Love you. But yeah. Uh, yeah! A, a Shang announcer pack will be never not equipped when that happens.
<laughs> I'm uh, I, I've enjoyed my atrocitous announcer as much as I think I, I can. You know, I've actually been switching back and forth between him and Kronika because just to keep it interesting and not grow bored of it. I don't have Kronika's and I don't. Yeah, you have do to I. sign up I don't for the fucking it. mobile for that one. I don't want it. It's okay. It, it won't. It won't like turn on on my new phone. So, well, it's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Johnny Cage actually shouts "Con" like Captain Kirk. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, I gotta find this. Hurry up and end the podcast so I'm not unprofessional and listening Frost, to bullshit. Hang on, recording. no. Frost is referred to as Elsa. Oh is you. God damn it. Luke Kang is chosen, dude. Scorpion is get over here. Scarlet Joe Manson? <laughs> Fuck you. Jiris is stock villain. And Noob Slybot is... Eh. <laughs> this isn't audio that's available. It's just text. No, no, it's audio. audio. There is, audio. There is a what, then, recording. I need to go listen Somebody to this. Somebody will post for you now. if you ask nicely on our Discord. <laughs> Please, people, right. be kind and help. Operators. But, uh, but yeah, so so uh, some of our hosts <laughs> need to go do that, so let's sign off. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, listen. It's been fun. Thank you very much, one and all, for tuning in. Have yourselves a wonderful night. We will see you again, hopefully this time next week. Hope you guys all enjoyed the new Cybot uh, Lost Retrospective. Sorry, it took me so long to get that fucking thing out, but it was a nightmare. And uh, hopefully we'll get the Quayle one out sometime soon, once we record it, and it won't be such a nightmare to do. Yeah, yeah. And that will... storybook commentary will be going up uh, pretty regularly now. That the, the, the non-lore guys did. We just fucking talked through the whole thing. Listen, if, that's, if that bugs you... I'm just telling you, we're laughing our asses off and cackling like bitches I mean, the whole way. Look, everybody's seen story mode without commentary, so... <laughs> You'd think. Yeah, I'm, I'm just letting people know. That, that, that's, that's what you're doing. That's really the point of watching. Like, it's, set, it's called a commentary. <laughs> Listen, I know this. And, and for the record, I really enjoyed that first video, and I'm looking forward to hearing <laughs> you guys talk about the rest of it, so... I am too. It was very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Shad are going to do our own for... It'll probably be the next episode of The Lost. I think we should do that before we get to Kwai Liang. You think? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, we'll like make it idea. so. Do it. Figure out the tech. Yeah. So, so okay. look forward to that eventually. <laughs> uh, Sooner rather than later. I would probably like to record it next Shang week. Sung drops. I would next like week? to record it early next week if we can. All right, you're on. All right. <gasps> They're gonna hold you to that. I know. Well, they've all heard us do it. I'm I'm on <laughs> summer break now. School is out, so. <laughs> oh, all right. I can make time. myself available whenever you want. All right. Uh, Cheers, folks. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Lots of love. <laughs> Later, nerds.
are still trying to win. <laughs>